Didn't you get a camcorder? I did. Uh, it's right here. Doesn't work well inside of buildings. Oh. It's more for, well, it's an action cam, so it's built for specific Is it purposes. for, like, outside lighting or something? Yes. Or, okay. So it's for... I was like, what does it have, like, a signal block to the satellites that it has to link up to? No, it has, <laughs> like, like... What do you mean, in buildings? It has really bad lighting uh, control, yeah. so it can't, like, it doesn't have a... Uh, like, phones and regular camcorders have a, a better white balance kind mm-hmm. of thing for indoors, but... That camera works better for outdoor lighting. So the best I can do to make it visible is turn it into night. Like tell it to record in the night because if I put it, the lighting we have right now, which is natural light from the window and then the light from up here, uh, I did a test recording with it and it was almost as if no lights existed in the universe. So my only option was to just not use that. He is real bitty. Yeah, it's real small. This is like a camera you'd put on like a Hot Wheel. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, action cameras are meant for the ridiculous. That's like usually those are the kind of cameras you see taking video on the stupidest stuff, like people doing backflips off of a. I like how its screen clearly looks like an iPad screen, too, to the point of having the little like weird bar on one side. Yeah, you know what? It's so specific. It looks like a downscaled iPad. The thing that weirds me out is which I because I went to Best Buy to see uh, which one. Like, I just wanted to look at all the models and see what felt solid, what wasn't Mm -hmm. crap um, before I bought one on prime day and i realized that every single camera action cam even when i went to most of the camcorders that are like not like two thousand dollars because i'm not a professional is uh all of the proof that it's recording is always behind yep it never shows there's not even phones don't do it not a single thing shows you do they not even have like a red light anymore this one does it's on the side it's on, right. the, it's on the back side yeah, only? Yeah, on the back side only. They like, just f- don't get this premise that you might point a camera at something and the person using the camera might be on in front of it. They and do. that there'd be like a red light you'd want to be able to see to see if it's recording. So they get that premise and they decided to turn it into a feature. That you have to like get as you have a bonus? To, you have to buy a camera that has a flippable screen. That is one thing, yeah. The camcorders that are like tube shaped and then their screen comes out the side yeah. and rotates and shit. That's their replacement idea for instead of having an indicator in instead the, of just having an, a, a light? red light. Yeah, like most cameras yeah. had. They replaced the red light. All right, and, cool. Yeah, they decided. Oh well, if we just sell it as a selfie camera and make it so you have to pay for the flippable screen, then we can remove the red dot in the front, and now people have to buy selfie cameras. That can't have been an expensive part of the camera. The flippable screen. The light. <laughs> Oh, oh no, it's not that it was expensive, it's just if you take it away, like, the only option... What a thing to just take away from things is the recording light. Well, you act like that, but I mean, that's the least douchiest thing I've seen done to an electronic. One no, of the... yeah, we're, everything's getting worse yeah. all the time. By the way, I come to you today, Andrew, pre-angry. Pre-angry? Yeah. I come to you today with no feeling at all. So yeah, you look, we're you the look, opposite. You look numb and sad. I am mostly numb and sad every day. <laughs> uh, but I have nothing to be angry about today. I have I had a lot to be angry about today. Not real problems, just like the last hour of my life. What is those re- angry things? What is real problems versus? Uh, I don't. I, are, ra- I rarely have real problems besides just the general state of being part of the millennial generation, which we've just spent literally like five hours discussing on this podcast. Uh, that's a recurring subject. Uh, well, I mean, when you are part of something, it tends to be something to talk yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, no, this is just which I would say is this funny. Is just me being exposed the... to media and not being not being a, a happy participant in the process. Who's media? 
Uh, the radio. Ah, oh, the radio. Yeah. So my, so you'll you remember that a few weeks ago my iPod t- my iPod Touch broke. Yeah. And that was how I was listening to all my podcasts. I I, I need to just set up my phone to have like pre-downloaded up podcasts or something so I can do uh, that. Well, I, how does I, just, your, I just need to go bother with that whole thing. Does your phone have now. or your car have like Bluetooth connectivity? Or do you have to I'm plug it in? I'm not sure. If it, it does, it has like a button. Okay. And it has a menu I've opened, and I've literally never been able to connect it to my phone, and I can't tell why. If uh, and it's really hard to Google why won't my specific car Bluetooth correctly. You don't, don't you, do you have the <coughs> user manual for the car? I've gone through a few annoying steps trying to set it up, and it's yeah. it's never panned out. Like I, them, just making them notice each other is like a thing I haven't been able to do. I want to say if you, if it has a connection for the car, yeah, it's usually for uh, uh, hands free speaking. It's usually but just for ca- talking. For the last few weeks, because I was broken, what I've been doing is I've been going into my podcast backlog playlist on YouTube, and I added, I, I sent that to my, I, I've been go- just going through that on my phone, and I've just been literally just having my phone run that playlist while I'm just driving in the car to and from here. Unideal, but okay. Because it's just, yeah, it's, it's literally playing off the speaker because I can't get the fucking Bluetooth yeah. to connect. But, you know, I have like the, uh, that part that's like it's in front of the shifter, there's like that that little that little pocket in the front of your car oh yeah i guess some people it's a cup holder for me there's just like a pocket space that also has like uh cup are you talking about a cup holder or are you talking about the thing that's no in front i have a cup it. holder like right here yeah. but in front of it there's just like an opening that's and for, it has like uh, one or two like ports for things oh that's for wallet and phone so i, I just sit that i just sit the my phone there and it's yeah. playing and it's playing through the backlog of podcasty videos on youtube yep and because it's back is to that weird opening it's like a speaker because yeah. it like it like significantly say, increases yeah, in volume it and resonability. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been going with that. But because I don't have money, I have like shitty plans. So like I have like a two gigabyte cap on data for, oh, for mobile. Oh, I was like, so cool. I hit my cap. I'm like, cool. So goodbye to mobile. Like I was I was actually talking to Wander. Uh, I out of curiosity, just like it, is it impossible? Are the podcasts you listen to not on any kind of other form of media? No, this is me being dumb and needing to like actually set up podcasting as a platform on my phone because i haven't yet okay so i've just been lazily playing my backlog oh okay but i hit the i hit my data cap like a couple days ago when i was coming through town for another reason and so today i was like i don't i don't have any of my entertainment set up but i'm about to drive for an hour to andrews so let's turn on the radio which like time it dude they stroke out so fast it was like it was such a mistake because first of all well, just listen to npr it's like the least strokeable channel. i don't know radio stations because i haven't had to uh, look for one for so long i would say call joe but he's in japan yeah but that's all joe did every time i got in his yeah. car it was only npr I npr like, probably would have been better yeah in fact, oh. i have listened to npr podcasts yeah it's been mainly radio lab and this oh, american yeah. life yeah npr is really great because it's very mellow yeah and most of the time if there's anything sensational the most that and it's not an infinite loop of the last three decades repeating forever oh you mean music which wise is what because because guess what because yeah. what the only fucking station is i know nowadays in this in this area 107.9 the end no 98 rock oh 98 98 rock yeah. is like mental poison uh you also have 95.7 which is it's, country i think and then you I, have... should, I should have tried that uh no what, what happened is first of all they're already they're already pissing me off because they're just playing the songs yeah like not just like music they're not like exploring genres or checking out music they're no. playing the songs and when i say the songs i mean like the type of shit that plays when you watch like 
Percy Jackson and the Olympians or whatever, that fucking movie. Yeah. They're like, looks like we're on the highway to hell. And then they just start playing highway to hell while they're walking down a highway. I'm like, what the fuck? Who wrote this? Yeah. We're going, and they go into a casino and it plays poker face. And you're like, who the fuck made this script and who's choosing the songs? Or I guess like the entire intro of uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah. Like every song is like, oh man, there's a character who's like a Diablo man, but also you're supposed to feel bad for him. We're going to play sympathy for the devil and like all that shit or like yeah that uh it's so like the uh, entire drive was just musical like, puns more or less yeah like they're yeah. playing like here's acdc and here's like every other like really obvious mega popular song that go on we all got sick of yeah. 40 years ago go on spotify and just type in like whatever genre you problem. whatever genre you listen to and then a jo- like well the premise here is i can't spotify because no mobile data no no i mean as in like <laughs> in an average situation. person that doesn't understand yeah. what we're talking about go on to spotify type in like 80s rock and you'll get better That's than what 98 rock will play for you mostly but i mean 98 rock's going to take at least like 50 percent of that list and but, recycle so it what, ha- for, what happened though is they struck out even harder 98 rock because then they started because there's a there's a there's another problem with this stuff which is that there's a specific brand of shitty butt rock that they love to play that's like this weird mush that is the area that's roughly between like breaking benjamin and five finger death punch this like all band where every band sounds exactly the same and they all have the same voice filter that makes them sound kind of gravelly but kind of echoey and kind of strong but they all sound like the same singer in every single band yeah and their instruments are just just the same fucking sound range yeah. every single time to the point where i literally can't tell if it's different bands because it's that garbage yeah <clears throat> but but they're playing songs i really like oh, they're that covering they're them? covering uh, I'm like, no yeah. don't do this like some of my favorite songs are being having like all personality stripped from them so they could be butt rock like they played um what is it uh five finger death punch played gone oh, gone away by offspring like really mournful song okay and fucking i don't even know if it was five finger death punch again or some other band but they did zombie by the cranberries now imagine that song with all of its weird quirks and its alternative influences like and shit rock? and it being butt rock that's you bet your ass to skip the entire weird vocal part that happens in that song and just delete it from the entire thing Jesus welcome Christ. to ipad sounds sorry i have no 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 reason or no understanding why notifications is on for a no. tablet. I never, dude. I I get surprised all the time, but like my phone will just start making noises again, and I'm like, I don't know why you started making noises for some reason. I'm now. under the impression that like I must say something, and there's just some kind of hidden command I just I'm not aware of that phones will like. I don't know. I could say like, man, I really love the sound of something, and it just sound on all volume turned to a hundred, and it's like I what just the fuck? I just put my phone down during a recording, and I was like gonna, gonna record, and then like five minutes in the recording, I hear congratulations because like. Some website I was on redirected to like a scammy yeah. like congratulations thing, and I'm like, why are you making sounds, phone? You weren't supposed to make sounds. This isn't part of the deal. But no, what what uh what finally set me off listening to the station wasn't the shitty music, but actually hearing the hosts speak because they spoke. What time is it? Oh man, it was probably uh the doghouse, wasn't it? No, who was it? It was like interstitials. Ooh, Where they just they just Ooh, jump the in to be like one. ten yeah. seconds of funny or whatever. It's with called like, with Rob Arney and Don, which I don't know which one's which except for Don. But it well, wasn't Rob Arney and Don. But it wasn't Don, is it's, it not? No, they sound, they all sound the same, so I can't it's, tell anymore. Well, it's uh, it's uh, Rob or it's wait Rob and Don. I think is what it's changed to now. Oh, so it's just Rob. Yeah, Arnie, I guess it was Rob then. It was probably Rob. Yeah, because yeah. there's no one. There's oh, Rob or Arnie's kicked off. Like he got kicked yeah. So. Over. Uh, I got, I, uh, so much drama you Rob, missed. Rob burned a fucking bridge with me today. 
<laughs> well, he is like he's a like, very hardcore I think, conservative. I think he's a sociopath. Well, like a, just a garbage no, human. He's rich, which like he, is like that again. Which he's is just, like a he, form of sociopath. He's a rich yeah. conservative, so it's not real. There's not really much to. So like I, I I'm assuming he said it's some like kind of he hot just, take. He just tried to interrupt my five seconds of music to just be like, "Hey, just for you know, just so you know, I'm a garbage person, and this person, this this soul." This entire place is giving me a platform to be like this, and that's like how this works. It's actually worse than that. It's it's that that place relies on his platform to function. Like if he, if raw, if the if rad radio, because it's easier to say. Like he managed to do something that was like both dismissive of someone's death and kind of racist, and just a whole bunch of other different things. Yeah, like he was basically like being Rick. For Rick and Morty for a second, but in real life, I mean, he kind of is. We're like, yeah, that's like literally who he is. So as like, a he person. told a story that happened in China where there was two. Wor- Wait, are, were you listening to Rad or were you? Because it, it's way past. No, they they get off the air at no, like. No, I was listening to just. I, I was literally. Just, it was just an interstitial. Was it? Did he say it was, it like was a, Rob? The entire thing was like six seconds long. It sounded exactly like one of the people from that show back then. But it's radio voices, so it's fucking hard to tell because they're no, filtered and shit. Then it was Arnie. Yeah. Because this is it, it's yeah that would Arnie then because okay. Ar- Ar- it's Arnie's the one. They're who, still in the same station yeah. despite the split or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It's the one that does. There's a gravelly deeper one, and then there's the one that looks sounds like he wears polo shirts. <laughs> the one, <laughs> the, okay. the one that sounds like he wears polo shirts is Rob, and the one that sounds gravelly is Arnie. I heard because I heard the one that was like higher and shit. That's Ar- I believe that's Arnie. I think I think Rob so talks he, in a lower voice. He was telling a story that of what happened in China, where okay. apparently there was two workers, and one of them, as a joke, went with like an air compressor and just went ha with like the like shooting the gas, and he shot the other guy's butt, and. It's like like over clothes and everything. Like I wasn't like this wasn't like a weird thing going on. You like didn't stick of, it up his ass. Yeah, yeah. and he died. It, like like do, like yeah like like, like dead somehow, on in, somehow like instantly. In, in some like he's like he felt woozy and then hours later died, and it was like some weird like it was like a freak accident like horrible thing. And okay. The way he presents the story is that he sh- that is that like this guy shot this other guy with gas and then he died and it's like ha huh, what a Darwinian way to go and then just cuts out and like what the fuck <laughs> I'm just saying like ha, 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 he died that's funny isn't it <laughs> I'm like what is what is what, just in the middle of the, just in the middle of the day we're just supposed to laugh that somebody died horribly in a freak accident yeah you're listening to. I'm just like, you listen to 98 Rock. What I'm, the hell do you think the general I, demographic is? I'm concerned. Don't I'm be. concerned about what like their general state of mind is. Because here's the scenario that's as told by this story. It was one random like micro prank during a work day. The yes. type of shit that always happens in shops anyway. With a seemingly non-dangerous thing. We have one person who's dead. So they have an entire family that's mourning their death. In China. And another person who has accidentally murdered someone they know via what seemed like a harmless action and now has to live with that for the rest of their lives. That mm-hmm. they're the guy who killed that guy. Like, that's the scenario painted by the story. Yeah. And nothing about this paints any of them as being, like, a bad person or even a stupid person or even anything like that. It was literally a freak accident that killed someone. And in the middle of the day, I'm just supposed to, like, laugh at that because what? Because it's because fu- they're Chinese or something? Is that the funny part? No. I literally can't the, tell. The funny part or is, is because... literally just because there was a butt? Yeah. 
And so that that makes it funny that the, someone it's, died. Well, I mean, ninety eight rock subscribes to more of like the Adam Sandler view of comedy, where it's like, ha ha, girl with big tits is hot, and ha ha, like boy fell, I, da- like guy so fell down. Worrying. No, it's it's yeah, really I, not. I, I, yeah, yeah. I hate it. Because when was so last much. when was the last time you listened to ninety eight rock? It's been a long time. Like how long? I don't. I don't. I can't tell you. Have you listened to it in the past five years? Probably not. I've listened to it in the past ten years. Probably. Okay. Because, so, uh, I mean, at some point, Quad died. And I had to deal with the fact that I was okay. working at the shop with radio as my only option. So I listened to things that weren't Quad because Quad was dead. And for some of that was probably 98 Rock, which is real hard to get through. Because as far as I know, I've been listening to 98 Rock since high school. Mm-hmm. It has never changed. It has literally been that that sense of humor, that crappy music rotation, and awful host forever i don't understand it, it. <laughs> it's easy to, again i, I told you the really, demographic is like it was the really weird because I, I just hit next on the radio thing and it took me to another station and i i was just guessing i thought it might be like a top 40 station because I, I was hoping for a top 40 station because it was just going to play garbage that but it's garbage i've never heard before yeah so at the very least it'd be new stuff so i could at least get through a drive of hearing new music instead of the same like acdc songs repeating for 40 years yeah now, that was my goal. Like, and maybe I'd find the, maybe it'd be like a fun surprise. Like, I like the song Radioactive. Maybe I'll find a new song that I like, like that. Yeah. <laughs> the pile of shit that I don't like. Uh, started noticing all the lyrics were really weirdly non specific, like people talking about struggles, but not really talking about like what their struggles were. But also, they weren't talking about any violence or sex or anything like that. And I was like, slowly. And then I, then I reached, reached the second consecutive song that, re, that used the phrase, as I walked through the valley of the shadow of death. And it clicked for me. Like, this is a Christian station. <laughs> I found the Christian station. Yeah. And what really made me realize is that there was an interstitial where they're like, what do you call a polar bear in the desert? lost and it's like okay this is this is the adjacent station to the one that's laughing at dead people it's the one that's like telling like five-year-old joke books and i'm like you know what this is better it's fine this is an improvement this frankly is better it's better than acdc I forever just... and like rampant cynicism i think i would have just turned and, off like, the radio the dis- and like dismissal of all fellow human beings and so on well on your way home i would recommend going to <sighs> 95.3 kyc which has None of that. Yeah, I mean, it has crappy music, but yeah. at least it has. They're not weird none nightmare people. Of that, yeah. The because pe- the people I'm who not, show up. I'm not used to hosts. Really, like, he says I, being a host. No, well, <laughs> I mean, like, because I because I watch, I listen to one radio station for like like ten years, or at least all of high school and middle school. Ninety five point three KYC. No. 107.5 quad. Oh, 107.5. Yeah. It was the, the end, it, you mean? No, 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 no. But we'll get into that, won't we? We'll get into that, won't we? Because <laughs> like we used to have this nice station that would play stuff like Paramore and Weezer and Offspring and and uh, Green Day and yeah. All Time Low and Rodrigo y Gabriela. And, like, and it would sometimes just go into weirder directions and play like the Pixies and so on and so forth. And they, I guess they crashed and burned hard around the time I was in college. Yeah. Because... They just, it just decimated and ceased to exist. And that station now is like all day, every day, like 90s hits. Yep. So it's like, come, my lady, come, come, my lady. You're my butterfly, sugar. It's like buzz cuts. Yeah. Just forever. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> That's not great. You can try 108.7. We're learning I things say. today. 108.7, <laughs> which I think is do, a. Do you know what Quad did when it was dying? 
what what it did yeah no it's a vent no. that was a that was a fun time to be listening to the radio i didn't listen uh i didn't listen to 107.9 i listened to only 98 rock uh um, so like 107.5 had mp3 player this fantastic period when it was dying and they knew they were dying so like fuck it let's just do whatever we want yeah so one of the things they did is they were like they made a list of the top 100 alternative albums of all time and it so sounds it, like and a very so, a lot of work but okay and so what they did is every day in like the middle of the work day they would just play that album just front to back no commercials just an entire album of alternative and then they'd move on to the next one the next day and they're just going so they it. were like counting down their death with a what, top kind 100 of, list yeah. and it was great because one of the gimmicks of uh, radio is that they're because they're trying to maintain view audience ship all the time is that like if you don't like this particular song whatever the next one will be some other band from another decade so don't 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 go away stick with us and all that other stuff so it's it was fun having like radio is such a weird yeah this like, is a weird panic thing it, it's, well it's like a weird it's one of our first live streams we've had to deal with like, basically what is what is the, the it's kind of like, like how li- it's kind of like how live news is constantly like showing you one article uh, one news story while constantly hinting like fifty other news stories to keep yeah. you watching and like but audio do that like in in the Christian it's, it's, station it seems... I was listening to they teased a song that's going to play three songs from now. Like that kind of shit's the, happening the to problem, keep you going. The problem I have is like the general the general user for a radio yeah. is not somebody you can pander to mm-hmm. in that sense because like you usually listen to the radio as you're driving mm-hmm. because phones tend to not have radios. It's in like them a captive and, audience feeling. Yeah, but which is kind of what I was doing today, where I'm like, I, I gotta listen to something, otherwise but, I'm just gonna listen to. But the problem is, is that when you do, like, say, advertisements or hinting song, you know, like, oh, hooks trying to keep you in. Yeah. How do you do that when the person's like, I arrived at my destination? It's like, no, no, please stay. It's like yeah. I can't just sit in they, my well, car. They're just, they're just trying to control your captive time. That's like, what during, I'm saying. Like, during though, the periods but, where you're captive and have to listen and are trying to listen to something, they're just trying to make you not switch the station the moment something no, happens you don't like. And I get it, but I'm saying like, think about this in the sense of like a business aspect where you're mm-hmm. saying, okay, we want to put commercials in. It's like, so you have to work the most ludicrous commercial deal out because you're like, all right, literally everyone all on the, the planet be like wacky and entertaining or like and all that. Uh, Go like, down a Nissan Toyota. We're gonna buy. A, we're gonna sell you a car. I, I guess it's, it's all, so all like that over those years. But, they, they have to be try, like try to be wacky and and, and creative and or funny or something. But, but I'm or, thinking, or you'll switch them off. I'm thinking in the weird concept of which I always do. But I'm thinking in the weird concept of like when you're making a business plan for when you want because in television it's easy. Mm-hmm. Television is really easy to sell ad space for because every show has a set amount of time and then every show has you know slots that yeah. you can put commercials in but the problem is is that like radio doesn't kind of work that way because it's music yeah so although even radio has like time slots to some extent well, of like certain shows and everything well yeah but the problem the other problem is all like a strategic move because like sometimes people aren't always in the mood for like music in the morning so like for the morning commute they have like the talk shows yeah stuff like that. they're like or like they'll be one of the 50 channels that are all rebroadcasting the adam carolla show or whatever yeah and so the weird problem is like you have to then try to condense as many commercials as you can within a set amount of time that you know the mm-hmm. most amount of people will listen to the radio which is commute hours so between when the hours of like you. yeah between the hours of like 6 a.m to, to like 10 a.m is just you just got to push as many commercials as you can in there and then from like 4 p.m to like 8 p.m just as many as you can in there but there's like this nice beautiful dead space in between yeah, where commercials just, it's just shows yeah like after once you get to like especially 98 rock once you get past like eight o'clock they they usually will have so like about nine or ten they'll have a 
no commercials just listen to music for like three hours i'm like oh i guess because no one listens at this time <laughs> like they, just, there's a whole thing where just when you're stuck with when you when you're programmed to be familiar with all like the how radio stations normally work yeah it's just such a trip to have your radio station be like yeah we're just gonna play this whole album yeah sounds weird like, like this is cool i listened i had the experience of listening to two entire pixies album on live broadcast yeah, that's, like, a, that's a not normal. That's not how that it's works. Ex- it's exceptionally rare to hear a Pixies song on the radio, ever. Well, and it's always Where Is My Mind, <laughs> over and over again. Well, and it's usually covers of that song instead of the real one. I mean, again, it's the who you're, yeah. you know, who you're sending the music to are exactly. generally people who aren't... like you know If you're listening to the radio, it's probably because you don't have good taste in music. <laughs> or you're in a desperate situation, so you're yeah, not the so target it was, audience. It's fun to be like, no, fuck that shit. We're going to play two Pixies albums this week. We're going to play an entire Hives album. We're going to play an entire Vines album, an yeah. entire White Stripes album. Like, yeah, this is good. Can we keep this? And then they were gone because <laughs> they were only doing that because they were literally and dying. Then it became and the could end. do whatever they wanted. Yeah. Uh, and the end became what? I think the end is like mostly some crap rock and rap mm-hmm. music is what 107 is now. It's like you turn there and it's you got to be careful because you either turn there and it's like <laughs> because of the fucking rap music or it's just like. And you're like uh butt rock great okay well turn on i don't why is the station's a landmine uh, it was really amazing to switch from a station that was like ha 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 he died to like a station that ran a story about somebody who put a bunch of encouraging notes and like reaffirming notes along a bridge to try to stop people from jumping like that's the difference between what people say a 98 rock versus whatever the christian one is that's a few points higher on the are on you the are you FM. trying to say that the radio <laughs> is just like a live streaming version of twitter <laughs> it's a real it's literally like seeing two parts of twitter yeah like just right next to each other <laughs> that whole experience it, yeah it's like those screenshots you'll see people post where it's like one person's like i hope you have a great day and then there's like another screenshot it's like i wish i was dead and it's like okay well twitter is definitely a a variable uh grounds oh, of opinion <laughs> but yeah that's radio's radio is like cable where i kind of i feel bad for the people in the industry mm-hmm. but you need to go like you need to leave we we as a society have evolved past your whatever garbage this is and we would prefer if you just didn't happen anymore because like there's because now all it's become is I just, just want the personalities to go away well that's the thing they have I'm, to like i just d- want the radio but all the like tv television like, i don't and, remember a personality on quad ever television <laughs> why it's gone yeah like, unfortunately television and radio have like doubled down on their survivability so they're like putting the worst they're following they're falling into like the worst traps of being sensational and being like like kind of like those uh five minute youtube prank videos mm-hmm. where it has to be like and you have to like you're like trying they're to trying keep... to make you laugh or engage in a story yeah. in only like a five they're, second interstitial they're trying to distract people from driving which yeah. is like the weirdest concept but like television you know television is different but it's the same concept where you you can watch like you said the news channel you're watching a news channel it's like well there's a dog that you know managed to get stuck in a well but people died earlier today we'll get to that at five and uh, the dog managed to get it's like what the fuck and is this <laughs> duck is a funny hat yeah and it's like then you'll switch to something and it's like the most depressing thing you ever heard and it's like but don't worry guys 
there's a grandma who just finished college coming up next. And you're like, you're like, what the fuck? It's like, like, tell, like news, news on TV is the she most. She was in college for the last 60 years. Like news, news on TV is the most bipolar shit I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. You will watch something and it's catastrophic or depressing. And then it will switch to something very calm and mellowing. Mm-hmm. And it will be like that for like two stories. And then it will be like, breaking news, everyone's dead. And it's like, uh, wow what but what about the grandma oh she's also dead it's like well <laughs> we have the, like we have the weirdest news moments whenever i go to my mom's house because they'll they'll always have like fox news on and i'll just start laughing uncontrollably at something and i'm not at, at everything it. because not, everything is uncontrollably laughable I like i won't even station. i won't even be doing it on purpose it's just like either the president or one of the hosts will say something so staggeringly stupid and inherently funny that i can't not immediately laugh yeah and i'm not like Outside of Let's Plays, I actually don't laugh that often in a lot of situations. I don't, I don't really know. I don't. I feel like the general majority of people don't just laugh. Yeah, for no I don't reason. Just start <laughs> laughing out of nowhere. But oh god, because like one of the ones was like I, they were just like glaring at me too. Because like I could, but I couldn't stop. Because it was the time where Fox News read read uh, Trump's tweet on the air, and he was like, "I'm like." really smart was like, <laughs> like that one tweet you know? a human reading that in a serious tone yeah as news sounds amazing like you know that tweet right uh, I, oh I, yeah i'm probably paraphrasing it but like there was like a like are a, you there was like a like comma pause yeah really smart in like the thing and it's like that's the funniest fucking thing to hear the president say it's <laughs> funny that? because you know what it's that's why it's it's funny on so many levels because one it's a quote from the president it's not like just, just it's not unfiltered yeah. directly to the you, internet you did it's also like the funniest like yeah. lacking in self-awareness yeah. like it, it, it can't i can't not make it, you look like a jack yeah it's it's clearly lacking in self-awareness it's being read in a serious <laughs> manner by a, a television host as if it is like news a television and, host that i'll remind you is specifically one that is like programmed in the background there to specifically not make him look silly yes. and be siding with him all the time. Yes. So they have to read it seriously. They have to read it seriously. Yeah. And then four... And they can't laugh about it or they'll, or they'll be replaced y- by a similarly uh, sim- someone with a similar demographic. <laughs> you know what I always wondered? What happens if you start just like firing people at Fox News? Is like, does it eventually devolve into the point where they just hire skinheads and that's like all they can find to no, work at no. the place? They'll always, they'll always replace it with a slightly different version of that person. That's what I mean. It's like you're on a but- character generator and you go like i'm gonna be from this specific country and this age and then for everything else you said random 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 and it just keeps reshuffling the features within that range like that's how they replace hosts on a on a news station is that but they, they need to keep the same demographics in the same spot so they'll find similar people each time it's <laughs> but it's uh, no i get it it i i've seen that enough times where yeah like that yes is, that is like multiple tiers of funny yeah and you can't just it, the only reason you wouldn't laugh it's because you are in that mindset where you think it's a serious thing you need to take seriously. Mm-hmm. And that is so concerning because I don't think there's ever been a tweet I've read from Trump, Trump that didn't make me laugh because it's, it's so it's, it's, it happens a lot. Like they're all they are all the most amazing, insane things ever. And the only reason that I would it, the only it's the it's, Zap Brannigan memes are incredible. <laughs> Where you just take Trump tweets and you just put them with the picture of Zap Brannigan to imply that he's saying them. Did and you, it yeah, usually it works, works really well. Did, did you see the one that people have been circulating recently where they just took the quote from the Eminem song? Uh, and it's it's the one where the guy wrote the letter into Eminem. like, dear Mr. <laughs> it's, it fits because that's how 
how he talks. Dear Mr. Shady, I wrote you. I, I wrote you twice. You still ain't saying nothing. Yeah, it's that. Tw- it's that quote, but it has Donald. You know, it's it has a really tr- good song, by the way. It is, but it fits. That letter sounds like something Trump would write, and it's amazing because you could do that with so many like absurdist things. But then you like, I think I've never seen a person that blends so well into insanity that you can just. I, you could take a Trump or a tweet that is legitimately something he wrote and put it in front of me, and I couldn't tell you if he actually wrote it or not. No, I don't know anymore. Which that happened to me for a second. Earlier. Oh, really? There's the caps lock, him yelling at Iran thing that happened. <laughs> but the first time I saw it, somebody edited it. Oh, to make fun of his behavior with Putin. Of yeah. Like just like if you yell, it's like if you challenge us again, then I'm going to invite you to a nice dinner and talk about how great you are and how strong you are. <laughs> and it's like that kind of stuff. Like yeah. he keeps. I, I I've it's, never had a president that I literally can't take seriously, which is terrifying because like because uh, the situation's like kind of important. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think I could take Bush or Clinton seriously, but no, I, I think I couldn't take them seriously for I, various I've, reasons. I've never had this problem before. I don't. It's there's I've never been like it's easy. To, like like Bush in particular was like somebody that was like. It was easy to, like, caricature him and stuff like that. I don't think it was easy to caricature. I think he caricatured himself pretty damn well. Well, like, he was still, like, a presentable president on he, some level. Well, I mean, he... And, like, and they generally all have been. I, his, specifically with came Trump, from, I'm yeah. like, he's a cartoon. Well, What yeah. is this? The way he talks about himself, where he talks about, like, he's got the best everything, and, then, and, like, he claims to be an expert of every field that's ever existed, including ones that don't exist... And, like, he'll claim to know about, like, the... It's okay, Keith. He'll just make up a field. Like, he'll, space He'll claim to be knowledge, knowledgeable about countries that don't exist. Like, <laughs> like he's, he's a cartoon character. It's incredible to watch. And, like, he's just, like, a weird fraud man. It's incredible. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, he doesn't yeah. even have, like, a platform. No. Like, he, he, he got... He just mobilized angry people to vote for him. And, like, every time... He'll, like, go into a meeting with one idea, come out of the meeting with the opposite idea, because he's just saying... He just repeats whatever people say to him, yeah. basically, because he's just trying to get through this in one piece, well, because he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. It's like, it's, a to- like it's... One of the most accurate jokes ever by South Park, ever, is the whole Mr. Garrison accidentally becoming president and be like fuck yeah. <laughs> now what do i do this wasn't supposed to work like the whole part where he's trying to specifically Get, not be president yeah like he's trying to sabotage his own election because like no what the fuck i'm not supposed to make it this far yeah. like, and it's like that's that's i've been watching that re- play out in real life and i'm like what is this man it's it you know what concerned me the most is that uh about the south park one is that it it, it was coming out weekly you know, so it was coming out mm-hmm. weekly, as in, like, these weren't pre-written episodes. It's no. not like they had this whole Mr. Garrison storyline. They have the whole crazy thing happening but, where, where South Park makes shit live, Yeah, but basically. the problem is, is every fucking episode was almost a precursor to the things coming. Like, he would, <laughs> they would have stuff on the episode of, like, Mr. Garrison acting deranged in a, a specific way, and then Trump would act deranged, like, almost as if for some reason he was, Trump was watching it and going, that's how to win. That's how to act. That's, th- they know what they're doing. It's like, it's a character of you because you're that in what? Like, do how do you? He, do you think he even wants a second term? No. Do you think he'll run? Yes. He probably he like has to run. He has to run. He has to prove himself. Yes. No one wants to be like the first president since Bush Senior to have one term. <laughs> well, the first Republican at least. Well, Clinton had two terms. The fuck <laughs> was that? Clinton. Let me just fall off the wall. Yeah. Is this that entire part? alien thing? Yeah. That's a large object. It's fine. <laughs> Was that in frame? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. 
Oh, that's not normally in here. You moved that from the other room. Yeah. Not very well. Because yeah. <laughs> it didn't last. I don't. It definitely lasted less than a week at the very least. Oh, because it, it, the, what's it called? Broke. The attack I had it on broke. <laughs> that was startling. <laughs> yeah. I was like, how did it even fall? It was securely up there. But. It's like Clinton had a second term almost. Like he's, he got elected. Yeah. But he didn't. Well, he wasn't able to follow through because yeah. of a whole, uh, you know, how impeachment. Long, what, how long was Clinton president? Uh, it's like so far back six, that's harder to remember. Six years, I think. Yeah. I think it was six years he was president. Huh. Because he, uh, he did... When was the... What's it called? Um, this is the most weirdly political podcast. Yeah, I can't... I, I'm trying to remember. I can't remember exactly how uh, how long it was. I, I want to say it was six years that he was president, though. Yeah. Because I think he managed to go through his first year after re-election. And then I think the second year was when all the scandal happened. Hmm. So I think he did... He performed sexual relations in the first year of presidency uh that or he got caught in the first year and then the investigation finished in his, in his second year we've come so far no <laughs> uh surprisingly we've kept the status quo we, like, as, got, we got rid like, of clinton because of sexual relations but like then we hired a guy who did sexual we got, relations a, we got a guy who like yeah. cheats on his wife multiple times with other people's wives and openly admits to bragging about sexual assault yeah and we're like rah rah let's go yeah make america great again i'm like no we've never had a president that was this level this is not this is not a return to anything it's all branding which is literally his life is branding <laughs> that feel when taff was actually a good president <laughs> like yeah that you could you you know what it's the more the thing that's more interesting i think is if you look at when you open a history book and you're like tell me all the presidents of the united states and you can watch he's as gonna it, like, be there forever but you can watch as it slowly like devolves somehow like you watch it's like as soon as world war ii ends it just starts going like <laughs> like so, if it was like a stock it would be like I, okay it's kind of like teetering and then part of me wonders how perspective worked back then what do you mean perspective so like it's way it, it you can constantly look at presidents and think of them as being these things that like it's hard to take this president seriously and this yeah. president somehow like uh like an insult to all the other presidents and so on and so forth but like yeah. what about when we were like president like 12 like back then were people also still thinking that back then no you, like, uh, like, now we're like oh it's a bunch of people in like powdered wigs and bullshit and they, yeah. they seem cool and they've been dead for 100 years so whatever they were probably all presidential i would I <laughs> would. they were out having like duels to the death <laughs> <laughs> like i don't american I, history is fucking weird i would say i would say that a, i'm trying to remember do we uh, have a, have we had a president that ever got that died in a duel no we had a president that killed somebody in a duel yeah that kind of stuff happened. I think we might have had a president that died in duel after they were president. Do you count? I don't know. There were duels. People just had duels. That well, was just a thing. I mean, which yeah. Was, I would recommend. I would say one that star. <laughs> we almost lost. We almost had a president die to a duel because uh, mm -hmm. he wasn't aware that the duel had begun, which was Reagan when he got shot by that guy. <laughs> That's really fucked up. No. What? It, where, why did we suddenly start going into edgelord Reagan jokes constantly? Because we just re-elected Reagan 2.0, the worsening. It was weird. Like, I was like, just scrolling through Twitter, and I just saw, like, a picture of, like, a Reagan mug. And the joke was that it, the mug leaks, because there was a picture of his face. And I'm like, why am I... Why is this just on Twitter? I would actually make a better joke about I his... I think it was a promoted tweet. Like, it wasn't even, like... Promoted was, by who? who I don't know. paid money for that? I think they're... I don't know. Like, I, oh, probably because a company wanted to sell it. Like, I don't think... Like, it wasn't, like, a... 
it wasn't like one of the people I'm following, and they didn't. It wasn't a thing that they retweeted or liked. It was just a weird thing Twitter showed me. I'm like, what the fuck? If I was making a mug of Reagan, I wouldn't say like it leaks. I would definitely say this is the only mug that uh, you don't uh, that is never half full or half empty because it doesn't remember what's in it. I don't understand. Reagan had a, uh, Reagan had Alzheimer's. Oh, that's where we're going with this. Yeah, I was like, I don't because uh, yeah, near the end of Reagan's presidency, he had uh, like severe Alzheimer's. So I would, it's I would. The, it's one of the reasons for term limits. Because we had to... <laughs> no, one of the reasons for term limits is because because fascism is not cool. <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't the reason why we. That wasn't really the reason why we invented term limits. No. Really, it was because of FDR having four terms. He, he, one guy had four terms and guess what he did and in those he, terms he, he did a uh, fuck. he physically degraded until he couldn't be president anymore among other things well because you're, you're starting pretty late if you're talking about presidents to begin with well he and started it's a lot later four terms later i mean he started with polio so degradation is like i mean he started already half done yeah. but I, I don't know. I mean, surprisingly, in the four terms I, he had, I just remember when like McCain was coming around. Like we were talking about, like a president that was, if he was elected, he was going to be the oldest president ever elected. Yeah, and I'm like, two terms would be impressive, <laughs> but think about old term limits where there wasn't one, and you could just keep going. Like if they went for four, I'm like, how, would well, he be ninety? Well, no, but here's the I thing: guess we're almost is, there. But well, <laughs> we're already more than halfway there. Yeah, if he had, he we, well, Trump is like in his seventies, isn't he? He might have he might have been in more stress if he was president, but at least as not president, he has survived the two terms he would have had if he if that if he did ele- get elected that time. And now he's got cancer. Yeah, so I mean that's part of being very old. I know because none of my grandparents I, are dead. I feel, and yeah, they're just taking turns having problems. I was gonna say, I think it's life's fun. I think it's less about being old and more about just like you have a really you just ran out of luck. I mean, you're essentially rolling the dice every year, and when you're old, you've rolled the dice a lot, and also much, they roll more dice. I was gonna say, I think <laughs> like, you, I think you're rolling like, dice every day. Yeah. I think like every day, one of your cells is like. I think it's more like mm. you roll the dice every day, every year, and then the, the older you get, the more dice they roll. <laughs> It's every like, mi- every milestone, it's really, it's a really horrible thought experiment. <laughs> every ten year milestone, it just adds another dice they to the field. Factor in genetics, like the genes make the dice have fewer sides. <laughs> like the, the worse your genes are, the, the, worse, the fewer sides there are, and higher chance of land. It's really, fun. it's worse. I don't like this topic yeah, anymore. <laughs> if you do the thought experiment, it gets worse because then you like have to anymore. you have to account for other dice rolls. Like, what about if you have lead paint? What about asbestos? What about eating things out of the microwave? What about the ba- like? There's so many other things that can also just give you. Just a little residual, like radiation, residual, cancerous mm-hmm. material. And it's just like all these dice just keep falling. What stuff may or may not be killing me. I don't know. Everything I go I, to has a cancer warning right now. I was about to say, like, every fucking store in, a, in in California has a sign that says, like, this store will give you cancer. I'm like, I, what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> like, is it the seats? Is it the food? California is it the table? California has made me afraid of hash browns and power cords. Because <laughs> every power cord has a cancer warning on it for, like, a lamp. Yeah, like your lamp. You get a lamp, and the the plastic cord says "cancer warning" on it. That's for uh, that's for the radiation because all electronic devices emit some small amount of radiation and increased radiation in your body. Is there a cancer warning in our phone within that five hundred like things in there? In in your like your cell phone? Yeah. Yes, your cell phone has like a big fat thing that says like this will guarantee like cause cancer. There's so many pa- there's so many pages in that box they give your phone in that yeah. it's like I think it's partly meant to disguise any of the stuff they don't want you to read. Is that there's so many papers that you won't notice? Uh, the there's like four there's like four manuals and a warranty and like cancer warning and then like plan folders and like they keep I, adding more and more. I want to say there's like 
I think there's like two, two or three major warnings that are part of phones, which is like cancer, hearing loss, and uh, last time I got my phone, I got a, I got a, an amount of paperwork inside the box with it that rivaled like what I, what came with like the the strategy guide that came with the uh, Diablo battle chest. Yeah, that thing, like that, that's what I felt like it was coming with my phone. Yeah. like fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a lot. I mean, granted, a lot of it is just features, and you think every year phones become more ridiculous. So, mm-hmm. trying to explain to every grandma, like, oh here's boy. here's the settings button, and good luck. I wonder, I wonder how many people use those manuals, or if they're like the most weight, the most wasteful paper in the world, or something. Uh, I feel like they get probably like thirty percent of people who buy what, a phone what, use it. What percentage of printing presses do you think print books versus print like manuals? No one opens. <laughs> I don't it's a even, weird thing to think about, I right? I don't know. Probably like... Well, no, there has to be... There has to be some kind of consolidation. Like, nobody... I wouldn't imagine a factory is like, I only print books for Samsung phones. Like, there has to be a company even, that even just... Even, like, percentage-wise, like, like even, like, the projects of a particular thing. Like, what, what do you think gets printed more? Like, actual books or weird manuals that get thrown away? Uh, Probably manuals. You think about it's every... Weird, it's weird to think about, we'll think right? every... Like, even if I buy a light switch, it comes with a manual. So every mundane thing has a manual. You get yep. if, if you buy uh um like there I have over there there's like the little sheets of printer paper for mm-hmm. photo like photo printer paper comes with the manual. The paper comes yeah. with the manual. Tells you which side to put it on and all that stuff. The paper comes with the paper. Yeah. Everything has manuals. Uh it's it's like the Here's the thing that makes me laugh though is that why are manuals a thing? For electronic devices, specifically... Like on the internet? (laughs) Like, specifically computers, phones, tablets, and, uh... I guess that's about it. Uh, There's probably some other ones. But, like, say a tablet, for instance. How... how, Just out of curiosity, how how big do you think a PDF of a... Of a... One of those books would be? Think it'd be, like, two megabytes? Max? I mean, the PDFs are usually also online. No, but why isn't it built into my phone? Because what if it won't turn on? You can still give me the paper one, but I'm saying, why isn't it just in here? Yeah. I have to go get the fucking paper book if so I have you, a question. So you mean, why isn't there also one in there as opposed yeah. to like a replacement? Why wouldn't it come pre-installed with yeah, the goddamn know. notebook? To some extent, I can't. I kind of think that if it's something that accesses the internet, you could just look at that. You could just look it up. And but, like the entire, like you can download the instruction manual for like anything. What if I don't have the internet? Then consult your physical manual. But that, that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> I just want it on my damn... Th- I bought the fucking tablet. That's the fun thing is trying like, to figure out which stuff to hold on to forever versus yeah. just throw away and so on. Like my, you get so much... You, every like, time you get anything, there's so much packaging and so many manuals and like, so on. My camera... Okay, my camera has a manual. Mm-hmm. And I needed it because there was a lot of stuff I didn't understand. One of the also, things... Also, that looks like a confusing-ass device because I think it has two buttons. It has two buttons. Yeah. So, let me... So it has two buttons total. Yeah, it has two buttons total, blue and a red button. Um, and it has the sides, which is one for charging, and this is an HDMI out, and then it has the SD card. And you have the thing attaches to the uh, stand. Pull that, the battery comes out. Yep, battery comes out from there. Battery is like 50% of and the then, volume of uh, the thing. And then the back, this is a touchscreen. So mm-hmm. then it has its own built-in software with features, and you know you can change scenes and change all these settings. You know what I needed a manual for? I was able to do everything. Everything myself. Just boop, 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 boop. Everything was fine. Do not turn it on. I didn't know how to record. (laughs) Yeah. The one thing that you got it for. Yeah. I couldn't figure out how to... You know how do you record on this? Do you say record? No. (laughs) I was just going with the dumbest thing. You press the blue button. 
Not the red one. No, not the fucking red one. The red, the record button. button we've had for almost close to two hundred years now. I can kind of see like they're going for like blue is an affirmative color and red is a negative color. So like that'd be start and stop. But clearly, yeah, like the record thing has always been a red circle. When, yes, and that's even a red circle. Yes, it's not you, a filled in you know, red circle. Do you know what fair, this does? Turns on the power. Turns on the power. That's so the, it. So there's just a power button. It's and just, just a power button. button. And you know what you could have did? You could have put a power symbol on here, and it would have yeah. made it 100% easier for me. Just have one of the buttons be REC dot, but and, one, you, and make one of the buttons circle with line through it. Instead, you just <laughs> took two PlayStation buttons and put them on my Isn't fucking the power thing. symbol. Like supposed to be binary? Is it supposed to be the the one and a zero? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's to show a state of on or off. Yeah. Uh, same with uh, the back of your computer when you look at the power switch. One is an uh, one's a one and the other's a zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's pointless because most people don't know binary, so I don't know why they did. I think a cons- I think a decent number of people know what binary means, mm-hmm. or at least on the level of knowing what one and zero are. Well, now, well, yeah. Now they do because it's been shown think, on that. I think that's something that people oh. know about. But when it first came out, people were like, "I guess the I means I'm ready to I'm use like, this." Excuse and excuse me, the the flight of the Concords have used binary as a joke. That means everyone knows it now. <laughs> I, you know what? I think whenever I ask people about what the 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 O and the I usually mean, mm-hmm. uh, it's a one. But I say I because to poison the well. Yeah, um, <laughs> just what, to corrupt. Yeah, their just to corrupt people by misleading but, them in the question. Uh, well, I picked it up because a lot of people I talked to called it the O and the I. In their mind, they're like, "Oh shit! I thought it was a one, but he said I. I've got to th- rethink this through." But I ask, I ask them what the back means. They're like, "I don't know what the I don't know what the I means." But O means off. I was like, you fucking like you're lucky. Have you considered that the I means the opposite of the off. Button? No, but I'm saying like you're lucky that it works that way. You're lucky it's a zero, so it can stand for off. Because if we put an X, you'd be screwed. You'd be like, oh, X or I. I don't know. Like, also, why would O stand for off when on is also an O? Right. It's weird. Um, I think, Are you sure they think it stands for it for the letter as opposed to being a zero? No. They don't know it's a zero. But uh, People call it I and O. With o. People think it's an I-O. Not one zero. Viewer questions. <laughs> viewer questions. So <laughs> we, have, not open. we have a handful. No, I did. We have a handful of viewer questions, actually. Uh, let's get to them. This is from Crystal Minds. Yo, Keith and Andrew. Figure I'd ask a few random questions since you guys were dry, or dried out on those. For both of you, have you ever been interested in anything VR? Is that the whole question? No, there's multiple other. Well, ones. I mean, that is that the end. Of yes, that that's the end of the question. It cuts off there. Yeah. Have you ever been interested in anything VR? I like toys. Okay. Okay. Uh, I <laughs> like given literally all barriers to entry are removed. I like additional electronic toys and to play with them. So like, yeah. There are video games exclusive to VR, some of which are bound to be interesting and good. Yeah. Because that's how all platforms work. And also, it's a new video game toy to play with. But it's horrifyingly expensive and can literally not be used in many living spaces people actually have. Yeah. And that kind of problem is so beyond the scale of any other problems introduced by any video game ever. To a degree, yeah. Well, like, besides weird fringe stuff like Pokemon Go. Yeah. What's that? You live in a bad city for Pokemon Go? Better move so you can have the proper Pokemon Go experience. Well, it is a good way to get people to move to a city. That was my experience, yeah. Like, that was the whole story. It's like, I went to fucking Pismo Beach, and I'm like, 
this is like a paradise for this game. Yeah. Every five feet is another Pokestop and another gym. And you, like the entire beach is covered in landmarks and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And like the game is populated. And then in my whole neighborhood, there's like, that's the Pokestop. Then you spin the camera around. It's like, it's just roads. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Because you live in a suburban area. Yeah. And like but... VR, in addition to being really expensive and also needing an expensive computer too. Because you need like near the top of the line stuff. Like you need like at least like a minimum of a 1070. Is uh, what 1060. They for. 1060. You can use it with a 1060 if you have the 1060. Uh, yeah, but we, I mean, like we go to our, my Discord and we're talk full of it's full of people being like, yeah, I can't run anything ever when they talk about their computers. Well, like younger. Yeah, it's not meant it's for like younger people. Wanting people wanting VR have to invest in a full new yeah. proper expensive PC, then buy a VR headset that's six hundred to a thousand dollars, depending on which one you're four hundred to six to a thousand yeah. or whatever. Like five hundred for base. There's no, there's no cheap one. In in that in that range no well uh, <laughs> and that's talking about psvr yeah uh and then in, in addition to all that then you have to deal with like having a large open area and then also kind of customizing it in many cases to yeah. help the game work and it's like there's so few opportunities like weren't you and mac because you and mac did it in this room yeah we do it in this and room. you were like it doesn't isn't that still with like le- less than what you're supposed to have basically not with this setup like it's a bit confined. so that's the reason it's set up this way is it because is, it works it is with noteworthy VR. that you guys look at this room this is a big square room with these tiny desks crammed into the corner yeah and that's all the floor space used in this room yes it's just a wide open empty room and it exists and because of vr yeah it's because yeah. vr is so brutal to use whereas a lot of people do their video gaming in like the living room yeah there's like couches and couches tables and, and tables. shit and it's like even if you move everything out of the way or even out of the room entirely you might find the room itself still isn't the size that they want for, for in, in my case i have my work computer and my library of books and games yeah. and counters covered in video game consoles and my bed and all of my belongings all in a 10 by 10 space yeah you're is, and that 10 by 10 space is the vr space they demand yeah so i'd literally have to not have any belongings to yeah. have vr well <laughs> like, <laughs> you just you just need an extra room why aren't yeah. you why are or, you so poor or I, need, or I need a hyper expensive like i need to i need to customize my bed to fold up against the wall yeah so <laughs> which admittedly is kind of a cool thing whenever i see it but i that's i'm not doing vr i'm not doing house mods to somebody else's house vr is not meant for people who live in a studio apartment no vr is for people who own a home and can dedicate a separate this, room which i'm sure it's making it really popular in japan they, well it is <laughs> they because they so don't living space. you don't have to set it up to do motion tracking you could just set it up as a headset i imagine in japan it's more popular in game bars like actual, you no, go to a place uh, yeah. to play VR. Because yeah, that's they actually, have. That's actually a thing they still have. Yeah, they have. And if uh, we still had popular arcades, a lot more people would probably be trying VR. Oh yeah, and actually might they actually might be selling better as a result because you could try it at like stars or whatever uh, the fuck. Yeah, but they, every arcade is dead unless you're at a casino. Like yeah. casinos have arcades to entertain the children of all the gamblers that give them all the money. The arcades are just gambling machines. God. Yeah. Well, some of them are. Because well, like, they're trying go to get kids to, addicted to gambling. To an, to an extent, you go to Circus Circus and there's a giant open floor that's just like carnival games. And yeah. Like, like games of air quotes skill that are like rigged as fuck to make you lose versus actual gambling games for children. And if you go to the distant corner in the weird covered off room that has like the shop door they can close. Yeah. Uh, that's where they keep the real video games. <laughs> Like, I've been to Circus Circus plenty of times. Could I play Pac-Man? Why would you play Pac-Man when you can play gambling? Have you been to Circus Circus in Reno? Yeah. Yeah, like, there's, like, a square mile of fucking carnival games. Yeah. And you go to, like, that one little shop door, and suddenly you're like, hey, there's, like, Tekken 5, uh, there's uh, Chronicles of Mistara. Yeah. Have you ever... You've been to Santa Cruz, right? I don't remember. Santa Cruz does the (laughs) same thing. Santa Cruz has, like, all these ticket Mm -hmm. machines, 
And then there's a nice little room mm-hmm. in the corner, and it's like, hey, do, you want to play Pac-Man? Just, hey, don't, don't tell anybody. It's By over, and large, it's I don't here. even know if video game stu- the video game stuff is that massively uh, profitable, even when they have it. Because, like, every arcade know. ever shut down, pretty much, except, yeah. like... Like ones that are David Buster's, <laughs> uh, which is a gimmick restaurant thing. Yeah, and then also like the ones that are in yeah, theme parks. But David Buster's already like they're taking your money like crazy anyway. Yeah, yeah, sure, come all the way into our theme park to play Tekken. You're yeah. weirdo. The, then, well, like, Santa Cruz is free. And then Remember you, that yeah. Santa Cruz and, is free to go on to the boardwalk. Ah, I was thinking like they, I think there's like an arcade at like Marine World and shit. There is, but, uh, uh, but then like I, for for casinos, I think the arcade's probably not even profitable or like not noteworthy in its profitableness. I think it's really just if you have the arcade and the other people don't, then the people that have kids are like, "Here, kids, be unattended over here while I do my gambling problem." Yeah. <laughs> and then they gamble all day while their kids just play Alien versus Predator for the twentieth time. Sounds like a fun childhood you had, Keith. <laughs> I you get I, that dig dug theme stuck in your head at some point. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you know, you say that. You know what I did as a kid? I went on a cruise ship, and there was a whole floor dedicated to an arcade. I never left that arcade. Uh, I think I've seriously beaten Time Crisis two a hundred times. I, I beat Rampage on a cruise ship um, because, well, I mean, yeah. Also, do you have any how good Die Hard is? Die Hard Arcade is so good. The one that has nothing like, to do with Die Hard. Yeah. The one that they just called Die Hard. Yeah. And they're like, he looks kind of like John McClane. Fuck it. Even though he's clearly has a full head of hair. <laughs> Excuse like, you. Well known, not jo- bald John McClane had John- a full head of hair. Don't at, be an ass. At some point. <laughs> In the first Die Hard movie. He had a full head of yes, hair. Yes, he did. No. First Die Hard, he had a full head of no. hair. Oh. He still doesn't look like John McClane <laughs> at all. It's not Have because it's not model? because of his hair. We need to get, we, you need to find us a ROM of that game so we can play that before you oh, leave. Oh, it's, it's the there. dumbest shit. Because we, right. we need to we need to play Die Hard Arcade. It's the it's 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 like Fighting Force. It's just like the same brand of like yeah, yeah. let's do this. It's just dumb three D beaten up era of yeah. video games. It's just a beat em up. Yeah. Uh, for me, VR. Uh, I am interested in the potential. I'm interested in the potential um, benefits of VR, which is I think VR has a, has the ability to uh, enhance or enrich certain people's lives. Uh, like specifically, I really love VR game games, but VR experiences, mm-hmm. the ones that take you on like on a roller coaster, ones that take you on a, on a, you know, walk through a park, things like that are really amazing because it gives people with like disabilities or people unable to afford to go and do those things, the chance to go visit places they may not yeah. be able to go. And that's something that you can't replicate on a screen and TV. It's, like it's real cool being able to like. Just like teleport to the Eiffel Tower, yeah. The fuck, and, and being it's like able you're to seeing just... this impossible thing like to scale, and and you're seeing it as if you're there because you can move your head and look. It's not like National Geographic where it's a nice drone That's camera. Like when people pan. talk about one of the most popular parts of B of VR being uh, Google Earth. Yeah. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, granted, that's not what anybody wants. They just want to shoot people. To this day, I've is... never even seen VR. Really? Yeah. It's like I've literally never worn a headset. I've shot a lot of people. I've never, I've never worn a single VR headset. I've never seen what it looks like. Period. Not even, not even the gimmick ones that were at arcades for the longest time, where they had a really expensive-looking, prohibitive-looking booth set up to try yeah. to get you to play like tekken vr or some shit in like the mid 2000s the popular one was the you tank had, one you have to like stand in a circle and try to like kick and your yeah. character would try to kick and it was all awkward and all those things that are yeah. happening i've never played a single vr anything not even uh not even the red one 
The red one? The virtual the point. The virtual point? <laughs> well, I, there was a little little bit before your time there, bud. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, bit. I imagine your parents weren't going to buy one, and I don't think you were old enough to go to E3. Yeah. It's one of those things where, like, if I keep... If I have forward momentum and get a good living space and decent income, then it's like it's just inevitable for me to have VR because it's the thing I can do content on. It's like how I it's like yeah. how I treat buying consoles as inevitable. It's like oh, this new console, like and now I have it and now I can cover that thing because I, my job wills it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the yeah. It's just one of the problems of like it's it's one of the few gaming thing peripherals, I guess you could call it, that mm-hmm. require more than what the average person can usually provide and there's just a few things in addition to the really primitive stuff i talked about before there's a few things that just make it really indecisive or unappealing there's one the part where they keep making like they keep iterating and yeah like when when there's a there's a feeling of like when is it time because like when people were first jumping on it they were literally called dev kits they weren't even meant to be consumer products yet and that was when everyone was hopping on vr at first yeah so that like there's a there's a whole step by step thing of like when exactly is like the sort of definitive at least for a while like actual proper audience experience. Then you have the thing of like fucking exclusives. Oh yeah. Like now if you want the full VR experience the way that you'd want to do have like be able to play all the video games in general like there's three now. There's, there's three an Oculus headsets, a Vive yeah. and a PSVR. Not counting that there's already they're also working on like other ones too at this point from other branches, and all of them have exclusives. Yeah, and it's like fuck because like that that then that means on top of all the other prohibitive shit, you're talking about buying three VR headsets. No, 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 no. That's not worth it. It's not worth it. No, um, but I'm talking about the fact that like that's like that's if you if you play if you handled the way you used to handle consoles, well now you've got like. Essentially, the three most expensive consoles of all time all coming out. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're, they're horribly, horribly expensive, even for viewer exclusives. But it, it adds another pause to you trying to choose one in the first place and stuff like yeah. that. And it's, I would, it's just it's frustrating. I would to, always just pick the Vive. The Vive is the most commonly... Like, every almost every game except for exclusives work for the Vive. Yeah, but the Vive uh, sold out. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's, of course it is, because it's the best one. It's literally sold out. Like, you're not going to buy I, the... I had a moment of weakness where I almost bought a VR headset. I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, they made the old one cheaper, and the new one's out. That's yeah. way expensive. Like, and then I look at the one, it's, it's literally just sold out. I'm like, all the, right, well, that decision's made for me for a while anyway. And honestly, the old one, I would say right now is the best time to buy it mm-hmm. in terms of, like progress you know progressive style. Like, you're worried about it being out outdated or something. PC, PC exclusives are so frustrating, by the way. I can't imagine. I cannot believe someone did that. I can't believe someone like, showed up and was like, "Yes, VR having exclusives because it's literally it's on a console. They're just PS4 exclusives. Yeah, it's like having Move exclusives. They're on the PS4. That's that's how consoles work. Yeah. But there's exclusive division between PC VR headsets, and yeah. it's like, fuck off. <laughs> it's. I already have to deal with the fact that the headset itself is like morbidly expensive and then when you get to like the steam pages for the games on that set they're always more expensive than they would be if they weren't vr games oh yeah they're yeah, always yeah, like yeah. Whole, like, uh, like, like like project sylph fleet or whatever it was called episode one that one i, sh- I linked you at one point that's yeah. like a vr puzzle experience a lot of those games are like two hours long and they're often 40 to 60 dollars and it's like i already bought the vr headset guys give me a fucking break here yeah but that's the thing they need to do that because 
it's this like really scummy cycle where they have they they're, charge they're them. making an increasingly expensive product for a smaller group of audience yeah so they're trying to make their money back by making it more expensive yes which just makes it an even a more unappealing field because of how expensive every game is weirdly it's like, enough it's the developers yeah. that are killing their own it's like uh, and, platform and it's a mixed thing where like on one level they're both right and wrong because like I think they could make cheaper games, but then that has trouble selling the VR experience people want in the first place. But if they make the games more expensive, like asset wise, then they become more expensive price wise in order to try to recoup the losses. Yeah. And but and people always are pushing for more graphics, but they're pushing it on a, a platform where the graphics are even more expensive than ever before. And that's an audience thing, too. I, I mean, like, yeah, it, like, I, you know, it, it's always part of the audience's fault on this one. Because like yeah. every time and I know that's because I fucking run one a channel. Like Every time I play a classic game or even a game that's just kind of indie or I play uh, Patreon nominates a game that is like from 10 years ago like or whatever. There's always that handful of people that are just furious at this like indie garbage or this like horrible looking terrible video game and stuff like that. Like I'm playing Beyond Good and Evil right now. Yeah. And there's people that are like hate how it looks and I'm like it 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 honestly almost looks modern. I like I, I like I don't, I'm not saying like it looks like a triple A modern game, but I mean like there are games could come out right now that look really similar to Beyond Good and Evil like aesthetically. So and it's I think and I'm totally cool with that. But there's people that are like no, I need better graphics. And like well, that's why you're gonna get microtransactions and pre-order bonuses and season passes and online passes and monthly fees. Out of curiosity, episodic DLC. When did that happen? And you're gonna have to pay 150 dollars for the full experience like is, Call of Duty. Who do you think is to blame for that? It's both. No, but I mean, it's like, a, it's, it's, a, it's a feedback cycle because the developers, the developers and especially publishers like need a thing to sell. Yeah. And a thing to tout. So blast processing like you're always just arguing about the next cool thing. That's why your thing is better. But then also the audience would the, on one level, some of the audience probably already does just want things to keep increasing, increasing, increasing. Yeah. But also some of them are just hearing those things and then like internalizing them and then, f- then feeling well, them back out because like, they're used to being told about better and better and better. So now they want better and better and better. Well, forever. that's the thing. And I, 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 I'm more specifically talking about when, when did the mindset come in that video games, video games as an entire genre has to be graphically impressive i don't know when did that because that's well, I mean, never it, it been is the a case visual medium but for but me, it doesn't have to be for fucking, me the frustrating thing is like, like graphically impressive isn't the same thing or like something that looks good isn't the same thing as it being like incredibly expensive yeah now, and actually like the bet the more things keep getting like better looking the more the, like, like I lower get the le- quality the more I keep getting less interested in looking at it yeah and also the gameplay i think often suffers for it it does but like because your budget is clearly being put into something else. Yeah. But like, I expressed this frustration with Horizon Zero Dawn and also preemptively about God of War is just like, I look at like the Order 1886 and Uncharted and uh, Gears of War and Horizon Zero Dawn and God of War and stuff yeah. like that. And I'm like, all these third person uh, cinematic camera video games. And in particular with uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and Gears of War, I was like, I was like squinting at it at times. Like, is it the same 
is it the same game? Like I was like, obviously the character in the yeah. cor- and that's in that one part of the screen they're always in is different looking, but I'm like, aesthetically, there's so many similarities between how the graphics are rendered and how the camera pans and how the everything, how the layout of the, the kind of open world, kind of not open world thing around you is and how the character moves and how their animations completing properly is more important than to them, them being responsive as things you control with a controller and yeah. all these other things. And I'm like, it's they're kind of just becoming the all game, kind of like how for a while Ubisoft's games all merged into one game for a while. <laughs> they did, like they, all of all the PlayStation exclusive third person cinematic action games are all yeah. sort of merging into one game. It feels and I like I don't. Yeah. They're just boring to look at. The, the thing is, you brought up God of War. That's a good example. Is that one of my biggest complaints about God of War is for all of the graphics and like every time I hear God people, of War also looks like a game where the camera in no way actually helps with playing it. It doesn't. So here's my point is that every time I hear people talk about God of War, it's always, oh, my God, the the best, oh, the best game. It's so good. It's the, it's masterful. Which and, like I can't judge and, God of War, but that's how it's been for me with Horizon Zero Dawn, where I'm just like, and, I'm confused by the sheer amount of unmitigated yes, praise. But you ask for people a game that I was like, it's fine. You ask people what <laughs> Horizon what, Zero Dawn. Why fine. would you recommend it? Why would you recommend to me God of War? The story, the graphics. It's so beautiful. Well, is it fun? Yeah, it's fun. You could do things like, is it fun? Specifically fun. And they're like, I didn't really, I mean, the combat isn't that important. Is you dumb? Meanwhile, for me, like one of the most beautiful games ever made is Rock Band 3. (laughs) 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 I'm like, this game's beautiful. I love looking at it. Journey. We start doing the music videos. Journey is the most beautiful game I've ever played. Rock Band 2 had like uh, the Are You Gonna Be My Girl music video. Where it all turns white and there's how the black you, cables everywhere. How and do shit. you seriously think that that's a, a beautiful game? Yeah, it looks like poop. No, on every conceivable level. No, because you like if you could control it, like if you could uh, make your own music video, I would like it. Beatles the, Rock Band. The cameras are so shit in Rock Band. It drives me fucking nuts to watch it. Beatles Rock Band is so enjoyable because it's always just like be in. They're rocking, and I'm like, I, am I the audience member? Shut, stop moving. Get a fucking giant, like a goddamn camera thing. Get a camera statement laser. Yeah, like Jesus. Well, you have a pre, you have a pre-existing problem with uh, camera cuts in general and stuff like that. Like I've had the experience of being in the theater with you and like watching The Hobbit, and every time the camera would cut, like ever, jarring you, you, cuts. You physically threw your arms up in yes, the air. Yes, jarring like cuts are not good. I don't like it when it's like action, action, cut, and I'm like. The weird I'm one in was the like, middle of you, something. The weird one was that you walked into my house when I was at my dad's house and like they're watching a show, just some movie. Yeah. And it cut from a scene to another scene, the, like in the most normal possible way. And you were like, <laughs> like no, just because, no, it wasn't like the normal lunatic. possible way. And I was like, what is he doing? Because I don't understand. the scene had the scene was like in the middle of a conversation and things were going well in the conversation and then it just cuts. I was like, but what the fuck happened in the conversation? I was listening to that. And then it's like, but this is more important. I was listening to and it's that. like, what the fuck? It's it's like if you were if you <laughs> like the best way to put it is like imagine if you were watching a news broadcast and someone's like telling you what's going on in the news, and then it just cuts. Like the news broadcast just cuts to a commercial. Right in the middle of the guy talking, and you're like, did did Timmy get out of the well or did he die? I don't know because I have to look at this car now. Like it, that's what the movie did. I hate the movies do that so often <laughs> because they assume you're such 
You're such an invalid, like some inbred monstrosity that can't just focus for 30 seconds on a fucking scene. You, if something hangs for just a few seconds, you're like, why is it stopped? Where's the action? I mean, people prove that right. Do you ever, you ever hear the audience reactions to uh, uh, Hateful Eight? No. People were not fond of that movie. Why? It's very, very long scenes that were all conversations. That was the most recent uh, Quentin it's, Tarantino movie. It's called character building also at that point in his career i'm like it's called tarantino <laughs> have you watched like like uh, yeah. uh inglorious bastards had a scene where somebody ordered a dessert waited for it then ate the dessert all over the course of the conversation in that in that scene <laughs> like we like that all happened in, and it all had full continuity it's, everyone wants like mission impossible to be every movie and it's so baffling to me because sometimes i kind of want to be invested into a character the world and you know what i can't that was the problem i had like, with both suicide squad and rogue one is that they never develop any characters yeah they just keep cutting to the next thing as fast as possible and it's like sure we got to the action part but i don't know who any of these people are so like nor do i care cool you know it's why like, is captain boomerang here again so that he could never do anything because he never does anything it's the it's one time he throws magical. a boomerang it was like, I'm going to throw a boomerang with a camera on it. Oh, shit, they took it out. Well, that was my one contribution. I'll go home, I guess, guys. Bye-bye. It's, it just, I don't know. It, <laughs> it was in the whole movie. It's one of the things that, like, pisses me off so much about American movies. Because, like, it just, because, like, animation at least, like, with anime, they can at least blend it in in a more, like, calm and, you know, understandable way. Like, anime doesn't just go like, this is a cool scene, and then just stop doing the cell. They just cut the cell, and now it's a different cell. Like, that would be absurdly awful. It has to blend itself into another scene, which means it has to be a specifically chosen action. Like, the director has to say, I need the scene to blend into this one. With a fucking American movie, it's like, Bob, cut the fucking part out. Okay. And it just they just cut that out. And there's no, like, they just go on the premiere, and they're like, uh, the, the fucking dissolve filter. All right, that's fine. Like, <laughs> that's all they do. And it, it looks like ass because it wasn't filmed in the way, uh, it wasn't filmed in the idea of transitioning. It was filmed in a way of, like, oh, there's supposed to be more here. And then someone just went, no, cut. And so the transition feels As jarring. It, it's not about the culture. It's about who you watch more. Well, that too. Because, like, Quentin Tarantino and Edgar Wright are, like, they're taking this shit seriously. But don't they also have they're more hands-on with yeah, the... Yeah, they, like, they do the thing. Yeah. Like they're in on this thing. Well, like, someone someone editing a Marvel movie isn't yeah. going... Like, a director of a Marvel movie doesn't go to the editing platform that and also, see what's going on. That was also on. part of the joy... That was, to some extent, part of the joy of, like, uh, Last Jedi, too, is it was a movie that we had that was written and directed by the same person. And it's like, this yeah. one person's like, he's running the show. He's the only person besides George Lucas to ever do that. Write and direct a Star Wars movie. Yeah. And he's the guy who, like, he's the guy that directed the best episodes of Breaking Bad, which you, which don't, is, that re, you don't relate to at all. But, like, that's a thing. When shit, you can imagine by, by the time shit was going, because you know that they were at least setting up a bunch of climactic plot points. I know. Like, I know the whole plot going on. of Breaking Bad. And by the end of the show, when the shit was going down in that yeah. show, he was directing those episodes. That's a good idea. Like this guy, and then he and then he did Looper, and then he did uh, Last Jedi. It's just which you have plenty of reasons to hate him because he's making a Star Wars movie, which you're not fond of, and he did a Bruce Willis thing, which you weren't fond of, no. and also you hate Breaking Bad. Yeah, I did. Fi- I did this, just start. This is all oh, deaf ears. I should probably finish this question. This. <laughs> so, secondly, for Andrew, have you ever watched uh, Hunter X Hunter? And if so, what is your opinion on it? Same question for both 
Full Metal Alchemist and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I guess. What's you your can... opinion on Full Metal Alchemist? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, you can obviously answer Full Metal Alchemist since you've seen that as well. And then, uh, so let's see, Hunter x Hunter. Uh, I would like it more if they took it away from the guy who makes it. Um, <laughs> he's a piece of shit, and I hate him. Uh, and that's that's not a hot take. He is a, he's genuinely a piece of shit, and he should genuinely be hated. He uh he refuses to work. Like, just refuses to do his one fucking job, which is write a goddamn story, asshole. That's all you have to do. No one's asking you for anything more. Just write the fucking story. And well, he's does like, he just have to write the story, or does he have to draw the story? I mean, I guess he has to draw it. I say that very loosely, because there are clearly some pages he just doesn't draw. <laughs> and then he submits it as if it's okay. Is he like the Attack on Titan artist? Yes. Like, he just has, like, really low-quality stuff, and th- then the anime studio has to just try to make something out of it? So here's the thing. The Attack on Titan guy, the reason it's so bad is because he's never been a good artist. That's just mm. been his thing. He's never been a good artist. He just happened to have a good a good Which idea. Which is interesting because the show is so visually engaging. But you have to. If you, could, like, if you took the, his art, it would yeah. be a monstrosity. No, I mean, it's, it's, but, a, it's a trip that that comes from that. Yeah. But the thing is, is that... Um, is that uh, and another thing with Attack on Titan is that this is technically his first big role ever in making a manga so he's he still has to well he should be adjusted by now but even do that in the beginning he needed to adjust to like the scheduling the timing he made monthly so he had to make 30 pages not 18 there's a lot more that went on hunter x hunter guy he made yu yu haka show this fucking scum lord is not new to the business but he decided to be an ass about it like he's never done it before and you know hmm. why? It's because he can sit there with his stupid fucking wife who made Sailor Moon making all this fat money and he doesn't have to work because well, my wife's fucking rich. I don't have to do anything. Yu Yu Hakusho is super popular. I'm also kind of rich. Fucking I don't have to work. Hunter x Hunter is just for funsies. But then it, you look... So you at, want them to take it from him and like have somebody else run it or something? No, I want... isn't that what you normally argue I, against? Well, yeah, except for in this case, he <laughs> he's actively... He had like the Berserk guy, for instance. He has Carpal Tunnel. I'll give him a lead. He, he makes a horrifyingly he, intensive well, manga. Well, it's beautiful looking, yes. But the point is, is that there's he, like more ink than not ink on the paper. <laughs> that man is just a treasure to Japan. But the thing is, is that he has actually some kind of he has a reason to not just make manga every fucking day. Obviously, he has to take time to rest his poor little fucked up arm. <laughs> but like Hunter x Hunter guy has no physical imperities. He has no mental imperities. No, he has no monetary imperities. I find, I, I, just whenever there's a high quality, whenever there's a, like a manga that has high quality art, I'm always like blown away and impressed by how much volume there might be at some point. Yeah, like I just look at my like I have like my Junji Ito collection that keeps. Oh growing, yeah, and I'm like. On some level, like, it's more impressive. Well, I mean, it just is more impressive <laughs> on, like, a work level than, like, a novel of the same size. Because a novel is just text. And, yeah. Like, I can fucking pump out text. Like, sure, there's a bunch of editing and other stuff, like, but, like, and then, like, writing is not just easy on its own. But, like, having to physically draw out in detail every single page of your story yeah. forever for hundreds of pages. Like, I look at the volume of my Junji Ito collection so far, which is just the horror stuff, and it's, like... I think it's bigger than a Harry Potter collection would be. Like, it's just, it's all, every single page is like eight panels ish of like high detail, drawn, hand drawn and hand inked, like stuff. I'm like, fuck, that sounds hard. To put it in perspective, imagine, say, for instance, a comic book. You go and read a comic book. Mm -hmm. There's one thing you'll notice that's very important the artist, 
and the writer are different are people. Different people. A lot, in Western comics, a and, lot. And all the time. And you know why that is? Yeah, like every, is because like every single Walking Dead is Robert Kirkman and the other guy. Yeah. And the reason. And the, <laughs> I never remember his name. And the and the reason they do that changed so much though over the course of it. I don't know if it's one person or yeah. not. Or if it's changed. And granted, you'll see web comics where it's not like that. Usually, like if you see yeah. web comics, they have to they do it all of it themselves. Web comics are often self made. Like, yeah. Like uh, but, kill six billion demons. Yeah. But have you read that? Yeah, uh, some Mode neat, has linked it to me enough. That's some neat shit. <laughs> but uh, same with Ava's Demons uh, yeah. or Ava's whatever. I think it's Ava's Demon. But um, the problem, the the thing is, is that with Western, they've re- the Western uh, comic books and stuff, they do that because it's kind of hard to be a writer, a director, and an artist. Yeah, because you have also, to. Also, a decent number of things just come out better when they're collaborative. Yeah, and you bounce ideas and off each other and figure out how things work, as opposed to just reading it and have to deal with your own self doubts y- forever and yeah, everything. Yeah, but that's not how it works in in manga. You can there's sometimes where there's two people working on stuff. That like uh, Death Note. Death Note was made by two people. One mm-hmm. guy writes it. One guy draws it. It's fine. And the guy that drew it also um, went and drew uh, All You Need Is Kill. Yep. Uh, he they also did uh, Bakuman. They also did uh, um, Paradise End, I think, is another one. They, but uh, but generally, like One Piece, for example, Conan, uh, Detective mm-hmm. Conan, for example, Naruto. Those are all done by one guy, just one dude in a room, just. And there's they have ed, you know they Which have is rough because a lot of people can't do both. No, it's like there's a lot of people that can draw yeah. but can't write. And so my to turn to circle it all back, Hunter X Hunter guy can't. He can't do both. He literally has to do one or the other. And I would rather you just steal it from him. Let him write it. I don't care. It's probably easy for him to type something out. He doesn't have to fucking... He can sit and do it in bed. Or just ask but, him with an audio... Like, tape him. <laughs> yeah, or just audio or record him. But, like, someone else has to take the reins. Because literally, in the years that Hunter x Hunter has been in, like, in print, mm-hmm. it has, it's been out, it's been on hiatus longer than it's been in print. Hmm. So in its Fun. so yeah so in like so a more than sixty percent of its runtime in Jump has been hiatus. To put it in perspective, if literally any motherfucking asshole besides the One Piece or Naruto guy did that, or Bleach did that, gone, they, they would have just thrown you out the street. <clears throat> and the only reason they do it is because he has that stupid Yu Yu Hakusho name attached to him. And I'm gonna tell you a hot take: wasn't even that good of a show. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Hunter X Hunter You're a though. Meshy? <laughs> the fucking joey of the 80s like god i swear to you you miss you what you doing every time i encounter that show again it's just another pinup of the four characters posing like they're on an album cover yeah just over and over again and they're they're so drawn perfectly for it just perfectly for it you have the guy with the long flowing they hair look like a boy you band have, where each of them's yeah. a four, four different like kind of different body types that are that, that appeal to different forms of attractiveness yeah. and everything yeah. like they're exactly like the like uh you have, street boys are in sync or something you have like the brooding boy you have the the charming boy you have the kind of rough guy and then, and then like you have generic protagonist, generic boy. protagonist you have boy. cyclops yeah <laughs> and it, it's God, it. I will yeah, say, you have Cyclops, Wolverine, Nightcrawler, and Gambit. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boop, boop, but boop, boop. it's yeah. <laughs> but the the idea is, um, Hunter x Hunter as a show isn't the story isn't bad. I think it has potential. It's fun. The asshole just needs to stop. Like, you, you just it's taking too long. Like, for God's I sake, I have some shows that just go on hiatus for years, but. 
they have the upside usually of being uh what's that kind of show called um the show where everyone's different each, each season episodic different. no oh each season is different yeah there's a word for it uh self-contained <laughs> i don't know what it's called it's a word they also use to describe movies like vhs where it's like a whole bunch of different things. It's not an omnibus. It's something else. Okay. Anthology. Anthology. He does anthology. They do they're a lot of the shows that I watch that are annoyingly on hiatus all the time are anthology shows. Oh, that works. Or like each season's a new thing anyway. Yeah. So fuck it. They're just calling it one thing collectively so that they can have a show that gets renewed. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to having to make a new show every time. Basically. Like uh, Fargo. Yeah. Uh, although Fargo has one tiny nod each season to connect them timeline-wise, but mm. ultimately they're just a three storylines so far. Yeah. It's a really good show. I really like Fargo. I have finished uh, finished season one of West- Westworld. Oh, yeah? <laughs> it's, uh, it's an experience, I'll tell you that much. I, I need to like... <laughs> am, I, am I going to find out that shockingly you don't enjoy a piece of American te- live-action television? <laughs> I No, actually, I like it. Oh, um, the that's thing, astonishing. Yeah, I, I like Westworld. <laughs> I hate just little things about it yeah. that they refuse to let go. And I just don't get where they... I don't. I, I still know absolutely nothing about the show besides that it's like a an American West like theme park full of like fully aware, self-aware Android things. So people do fucked up things with them. And maybe they're not supposed to be self-aware or something. But like that's yeah. of course they are because that's well, how the drama happens. Yeah. And so the the thing that here's the thing is what actually Which, like, around the time Westward was coming out, I was watching another show called Humans. That's about the same yeah. premise, more or less, except they're like house. Actually, the show Humans it's is exactly like Detroit. Like Detroit. <laughs> have, you, have you seen Humans? Yeah. Like that, was, I actually enjoyed that show. I enjoyed Humans, but then I played Detroit, and I'm like, "Is this just is this a is bad this version just, of Humans? Is this just Humans? <laughs> are they just doing Humans where they all have bots that they don't think are self aware, yeah. but then some of them are actually self aware, and then their rebellion happens? Like note for note, it's the same story. And Humans came out like four years before Detroit because David like Cage isn't original. <laughs> Stop defending him. It's been like, fun drawing comparisons God. between things. Like I was watching. I was playing Life is Strange uh, before the storm, episodes one and two and stuff, and I was like, hang on. Is episode one of this... Is episode one of this thing Paper Towns? Is episode two of this Will Grayson, Will Grayson? Is episode three going to be Looking for Alaska? Are all three of these books going to... Are all three episodes of this going to be based on John Green books? Just like how the original season was was based on, like, was it Catcher in the Rye or something? (laughs) Like, is that going to keep happening? Keith, look. Or like, like, I just played Vampire. And I'm like, Vampire is literally like half the video game Pathologic that came ten years ago and half the show The Strain, the Guillermo del Toro... uh, uh, vampire plague in new york show oh yeah like vampire vampire is those two things like perfectly <laughs> to the point where like i literally play i literally did a scene in vampire that was exactly what they do in the strain whenever whenever they want to not kill somebody but specifically turn them into like a greater vampire where they can essentially like regurgitate down their throat oh and yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah and yeah. i'm like this is the I'm, I'm literally i saw this exact scene in a show like last year and i'm yeah. watching in this game and i'm like this is a weird feeling yeah i my my complaint about Westworld is actually uh, it's the it's the opposite problem of or it's it's the same I think it's similar to the same problem I had with Mr. Robot except uh, Westworld kind of gives me enough reprieve that it doesn't bother me 
compared to Mr. Robot, which is kind of imploded within the first hour of Mr. Robot. I because and, and self-destructed because here's the thing. I have one. I only have one gripe when it comes to any show that involves technology. Be right. Know what you're talking about. <laughs> You need to know what you're t- talking about. And you can argue, well, you can, you can argue forever about like, this technical stuff is boring. No one wants to know about the technical aspects and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that was a David Cage approach, but I think David Cage's approach was also because he didn't have he a, fucking know. I think he also didn't have a coherent story. Well, yeah. So he couldn't uh, talk about any of the tech stuff because they, every single detail would contradict the story. Westworld wants so hard. To try to make you feel like this is your like this is real. This could happen, mm-hmm. and they try to do it by you know like always showing things or like code or you know making it m- making it aware like oh it's just like the you know like it's just like voice command and all these other robotic things and it feels you know you, you, like people will say stuff like go to analytics mode, go to you know and output this data and show me. The problem with this is say say for instance a voice command. There, there's a million of them. There's a million of different voice commands you can say to people. And, like, I think sh- shut off, like, just shut down, has four different commands, mm-hmm. like, vocal commands. One of them is literally a quote, just a, a literary quote that you could just say. Is the issue that people just keep not shutting things down when they sh- should be able to? No. The problem is no one would build a system that way because you have to program it. So you think about it in a programming aspect... If I wrote four different fucking commands to do the same function, it becomes kind of redundant when I want to change one aspect of that function. So say, for instance, I change how voice commands work. I mean, that is how voice commands work, though. No. Like when they were doing like the Xbox Connect stuff and shit like that, there would be multiple ways of commanding certain things to happen. Yes, but the way that works is because you have a log list. That's not how it works because the show makes a critical error by showing you the code. And the code is highly inefficient, and so the, and this is this is the thing. You again, I can't believe they showed it. They showed the code. You know what? Not only I show, I did a Twitter feed or a Twitter rant about it. Not only do they show the code, they fucked up the code. They have a string for a voice command, and they didn't include <laughs> the looked, fucking you code. At the code. Yes, they they included the code, but they so they included a string for the command. For one, they were running. They wrote the entire consciousness of robots in like HTML. The fuck? Sure, why not? Second of all, they wrote a, they wrote a script for the voice command, but then wrote the function for that command below the script. They closed off the voice command, but didn't include the function in it. So if you say the command, it literally does nothing because you already closed the script. This, what? Is, this is not where I thought we were going. <laughs> and it, that kind of stuff drives me insane because I can't. I, I for me, that kind of detail doesn't bother me because I won't look at it to begin with because also like normally the shows aren't even framed in a way where you can reasonably look at it without physically pausing it to like look at it's, it's yeah like, it's like the equivalent of like reading newspapers in the show like yeah you're literally it's literally a prop you're not supposed to actually be able to stop long enough to look at it to realize that it's oh. one paragraph repeating over i imagine over that was like that. i imagine that's kind of their goal yeah but the problem is they have For like me, there's a problem when you play like a david cage game like detroit where it's literally things they set up in the narrative yeah like characters say this is how a thing works or they show a thing yeah like either show or tell sets up a certain idea and then the rest of the game well refuses to acknowledge that idea when it should be in certain points yeah like at the beginning of the game kara orders something off the internet mm-hmm. and i'm like oh they're all they're all they're all hooked up to the internet 
that's never acknowledged ever again for the entire game, including a part of the game where like it depends on some like someone's life depends on whether or not they could recall a piece of information that would be publicly available on the internet. And we know that they, these people can pause time at any point because you do that as the player constantly. Yeah, this is a, you can. It's not like well, you're not, you're not, you're not time, literally but, pausing time, yeah. but you're a computer, so you process stuff faster. Yeah. So they have so much time in their they brains. Have radical six. Yeah, in their brains, they have so much time to process shit that like. They can they can just they can just do it. Like they yeah. can they can just pause for a second, look it up online. That's the answer, and then not die of the thing of not knowing the information. Uh, and and like it drives me crazy that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or like the fact that like later in the game there are like straight up uh, there's like straight up uh, concentration camps for robots where mm-hmm. you're like, wait a minute, that's not how you deal with robots because like they're not people. That you need to like, yeah, because concentration camps are like a really, I mean, there's so many levels of darkness to process there. What actually is involved in the concentration camp, but like you wouldn't round up products to make a special camp to like intern them for a while so they can be like systematically murdered. Like, yeah, they're, no. they're not, they're not supposed to be people in this story. Yeah. It's so like, it doesn't work. Just that put them way. in like a shed. <laughs> yeah. Like, why would you put them in a camp? That makes no sense. Just like shut them down, throw them into a box. Like, what the hell are you doing? And then you have the massive concerning, uh, just really confusing scene where there's a scene where a, uh, an Android is dumped in this dumping ground of androids. Mm-hmm. And the scene, a lot of these scenes contradict other scenes elsewhere in the narrative. Where, like, they introduce a concept that they ignore throughout the rest of the narrative. And so when you, later in, in other scenes, you're like, but what about the thing they said before? Wouldn't that affect this scene? In this scene, this scene that contradicts itself. Because there's a dumping ground for androids where they're just throwing entire androids in there. Like, no big deal. Fuck it. Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, you're, like, they're old iPhones or whatever the fuck. And... But like all their parts are but the like and- still usable. Yeah, like the android you're playing as has like two broken legs and a missing eye and and like can't hear and stuff like that, and just just takes the parts the parts out of other androids and replaces them on himself. Like it's no big deal. Yeah, like, like they're Legos. Like it does. Like he doesn't even have tools. Yeah. He literally just like pulls something out like it's a fucking like a like. To be clear, it's just plug like, and play. Yeah, so we know, like the level of complexity here is like the uh, RAM expansion for the Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, where like it just slides into that slot and now it's installed. Like that's the whole process. He takes like the eye chunk off someone's face and just puts it on his face, and now he's got heterochromia. Great. Now he's a fucking heterochromia OC. Great. Oh no. Yeah, they did that shit by the way, where he's fucking has a backstory for why he's heterochromatic and shit. I'm like, God damn it! You made your fucking leader your your perfect fucking character. Oh no, is David Cage a furry? He has two different eye colors. No, he's a Sonic fan, obviously. Oh no, well it's still and he's just like plopping legs off of people and putting them on himself. I'm like. Why are people throwing out does, these things? How does height work? Why? I don't know. But like, why? Like, Where's your leg? Like, isn't this part of your leg considered how how like this changes? Or well, he replaced both of his legs, so maybe that took care of it. <laughs> With the same legs? Oh, wait, there were two different robots. Two I different think. robot legs. Maybe there's a, maybe they can do. <laughs> Is he just hobbling around? <laughs> maybe Andrews can self Gattaca. No, like in Gattaca, can't... where he's like, "You're the wrong height," so they'd like extend his legs through a horrible procedure. Maybe the androids can just like don't don't give don't give <laughs> the like, benefit of the they doubt. They got like android hydraulics. Don't so give them an out. Their height. No, 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 no. You cannot swap legs and arms like that because you would turn into a homunculus. <laughs> you would look monstrosity. Like just. Hello, and your like one arm is a tentacle, more or less. Yeah, like their parts are so hilariously modular on a level that's never true for any consumer products ever. Yeah, that I'm like, 
if I had an Android and it like went bad or whatever the fuck, I would like just take go. every part off of it to hold on to for like the next Android at yeah. the very least. Or like I'd replace the one broken part because it's got to be cheaper than replacing the whole thing. Well, I, I would figure the only time a, an Android breaks. There's also, a, there's also a narrative where Androids, which are this crazy mega technology, is like the cost of like a video game console, apparently. Like in universe, like Kara costs like less than a thousand dollars, I think. And I'm like bullshit <laughs> well because of how modular the, they like, are what the fuck well how modular they are they must be cheap to make but even then but it's, it's like a it's a little trap where like on one level it's like weird but the problem for me is it's just it's just not far enough in the future the game to justify how cheap that cool technology is like, yeah you're talking about like the near future where fully autonomous androids with ai and everything are cheaper than vr <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> But, uh... I mean, it's a real, really good, uh... Mm -hmm. uh well, I guess they replace all the workers with robots, so it's cheaper to produce. Like it's, But, like, <laughs> it's just... It's really hard to accept that there'd be a giant dumping grounds of full yeah. androids when clearly all of those parts are fully useful and valuable. Yeah. Especially since apparently they make drugs out of android blood. The the blue blood, they make drugs out of it. He's like, how is this place not full of hobos, like, just pulling all the blood out of all these androids that are just, like, helplessly sitting around here because they're not self-aware, so they're just like... And the like. Also, they're all on still, which is fucking creepy. Why would they, so you, okay. you have this creepy like like ant hill of androids, like where they're just like flailing around, and half of them are like half buried, and they're like there's walls of bodies that are still you think like. There like, would be like a risk. Like I don't know. <laughs> the narrative's all fucked. But like, there's another part where like somebody's on a roof, and they're and they've they're like they're like la they're, they've been like fucked up, like they lost blood or like their I think their leg was ruined, and I'm just like. Why can't you take them with you? Like, everyone's planning on, like, skydiving off this roof. Yeah. Or, like, parachutes. And I'm like, okay, uh, so is the issue that he his legs are fucked up? So does he need one, does he need, like, a better leg to land on? Like, can one of you just take your leg off and give him the leg for a bit? Or, like, he's an android. He has a decent chance of surviving if you just throw him off. And, like, he might, like, maybe they won't damage the part of that he needs to survive. And Why then, you wouldn't go, you... then you go fix his body. But here's the next thing you're probably thinking of right now, which I'm thinking of, which is, like, can't you just take his head off? That's what I was about to say. You, can you just take his fucking head off and hold it with you in your arms yeah. and you jump off the building? I'm like, first of all, I don't know how much rougher a parachute ride is if you just have a second body or, like, half of a second body on that it's given parachute. Half. It's a like fucking a, ball. You're like carrying a, a ball no, I mean, in one like, hand. I mean, like, what's left of him at that oh. point in the story. Like, I don't know how much more dangerous it is to ride. Probably dangerous. Like, like, it's still weight. Extra yeah. weight in a parachute's not ideal. But I'm so I'm like I'm like, is it so dangerous that they will literally plummet, or will they just have like a rocky landing? Because they're androids, landing. so they can do they can take a lot rocky landing. Well, frankly, so it's can, not that big of a deal. You can drop him before you get close to landing. Like yeah. he can, I'm sure Android can survive a it's five a, foot drop. It's a really weird scenario. Like, and like yeah. as far as I can tell, I think their head can survive on its own, or at least you could take the head and plug it into a body, and it can like wake up again at that point. Like at some level. It seems possible to just take the head, but they just fucking abandon him, and it's like a choice to like the choice is whether you shoot him or not. Like it's like they're trying to contrive. It's re it's really a, a Detroit's an unfortunate game in a lot of ways, and you have to take not take it seriously basically to get through it because like it's full of like all these moments of like schlock where like uh, 
yeah, like they're trying to do human interactions, like Walking Dead moments, basically. Yeah. Like the Walking Dead video game moments where like, does this person live or that person live? Or do you shoot that person or leave them to their fate and stuff like that? But, like, but they're all androids. Yeah. <laughs> so like their inherent mechanics of how they work in the story is not like humans. that shit completely. Yeah. It's like actively a problem. That's that's what happens. Uh, that's another problem that I have with uh, with Westworld, too, is that it has that same concept where it tries to make you feel this sense of guilt for what happens to them but it's like but they have module like modular memory you can literally just wipe that you can just take out the bad parts and then it's gone forever unlike humans which you can't just manually erase certain things but they act like no they'll remember forever i'm like that's not how memory works like it's It's not how computer memory yeah but it's not it's a machine it's not like and but that's the thing they do they do this they do such a good job in that show of subverting enough to try to like we're like we're gonna tiptoe around specific details Mm -hmm. but we'll give you details that ruin other stuff like the voice command thing i had i was like i'm so mad it doesn't make any sense (laughs) you looked at the code (laughs) i was so mad about it but then they, they have this throwaway line where they go like the voice commands the reason those work is just simply because of uh one of the programming things mm-hmm. so it voice commands just work they because you don't even need the coding for that excuse me what did how, what that how do you how do you even guarantee the code the fun the function works that way do you you have to they're, they're robots you ass they're not babies you don't just tell them like green means blue like they're they're not robots like that you <sighs> So Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist, I would not recommend the first one. I recommend Brotherhood. I hated original Full Metal Alchemist. The only thing that was good about the first one was the uh, Nina scene, which is the dog and which the girl. Which is way better in the original. Oh, absolutely. Because it's, it's the only thing they had to go on, so they had to make it the, really for long. The sec- for the second version, it's like half an episode of story. Yes. Like... Well, the manga was that way too. It wasn't yeah. really that important. Like they they took a plot point that was tragic in the manga and they made like made a storyline out of it. Yeah, and that made it so much better. Yes, like the the uh, the entirety of the whole like Edward everything. Yeah, like all that stuff that's that's like constantly quoted on the internet and revisited as being this really hard to watch scene in an anime. They're talking about the first. It's completely manufactured from a show that was not in its source material even really properly. Yeah. like it was like. That was like that was that largely was made for that. Yes, uh, I I haven't watched either of them a single time since Brotherhood was new. Okay, so like I watched I watched Full Metal Alchemist a bunch on like television because it was on American television. Yeah, and then the Brotherhood came out and I watched all the Brotherhood and then I moved on largely. Yeah. I don't have I'm I like both of them. I prefer the first one. To some extent, I think that there was a weird accidental quality that happened in that uh, because the story, because they had to just extrapolate from a story as existed at that time, they got stuck with a smaller cast of characters. Yeah. So they just had to stick with those characters and flesh them out and keep going back to them and make the the show about them, which I found actually more compelling than the other show, which the entire cast seems to cycle out every 15 episodes. In particular, like the moment they finish the divergent between the two shows, where it's like episode like 14 or whatever the fuck is the one where like specifically is like where where they finished the the part that was uh, The, the part where the two shows were similar. Uh, you're talking about when they finished doing the Philosopher's Stone sacrifice, which was in the original Metal Gear or the original Full Metal Alchemist. It ended with them showing up, and then them uh, when it ha- when it happened, it created a portal to World War II, 
No, you're talking about the end of the show. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm talking about the end of the two shows being similar. Uh, there's, oh. there's a specific mark where you can hit the exact point where it's when the it's when the first show stopped adapting the manga. That's the Barry scene. I want to say, it, and it, it's like fourteen or ten episodes in or something. And I wanna, it's like, yeah, I want to say that's Barry. That's the boy is their whiplash. Like uh, to, to what degree? When you're watching the Brotherhood show, when you're used to the original show, the experience is that weirdly you're watching a fast forward version of the original show yeah because everything's happening weirdly fast for some reason and it's like jarring constant like entire plot points come and go over in the course of five minutes it seems like they're trying to just get through it faster which is not the best thing to do if you're trying to stand alone as an adaptation but then then literally the next episode where they stop adapt <clears throat> when they stopped adapting the same stuff the brotherhood show is like and here's a bunch of characters from the far east and the cast completely changes and every character that you're familiar with dies and i'm like oh okay and then the show just becomes a completely different like the two diverge so wildly and hilariously oh yeah like like stuff happens like lust just dies immediately and you're like oh lust is dead okay <laughs> and like several entire like many of the hunk homunculi what? are completely replaced Lust doesn't die wait if i remember correctly in brotherhood several entire like several of the homunculi are replaced early in the show no several entire characters die uh like a dozen characters are just introduced that are only in that version that aren't in the other one yes it, it wildly diverges very quickly none of the homunculi and die also, until... half the homunculi are different people of course well yeah none of the, the homunculi die yet. until the end of the show i think less dies Lust does not die. I think Lust dies like weirdly early. Nope, she does not. Whereas Lust was in the entire Lust, first uh, show? Lust was killed by Colonel Mustang in uh, the near the end of the show after he was already blinded. Uh, they he killed her by literally. By the way, it's a real headache trying to separate these two story, stories in your head. Yeah, uh, it was a really brutal death where he kept burning her alive every time she regenerated, so she had no chance to like do anything except for like, okay, my skin's back and burn your eyes out. And it's like, and burn this. And she yeah. like kept he kept doing it until she ran out of regenerations and died. He did the same thing to uh to Envy to an extent, except uh it was more it was more brutal, where I think uh I think with uh if I remember correctly with Envy, he continued that was before he lost his eyesight, and I think he continually kept burning her eyes out and then like uh then stabbing her. Basically, he kept like doing it to the point of just like kind of making her suffer because of killing uh what's his face? um uh hughes because remember uh uh envy was the one who killed hughes lust because yeah, I'm, I'm right what it's only episode 19 lust dying <laughs> it's like the beginning of the, it's super early no i thought that was that's why it's so jarring 19 yeah episode 19 I thought yep. that was the end in the sewers yeah i think you might be thinking of the first show no, that's... Wait, are you talking about Brotherhood? Yeah, Brotherhood. She dies in episode 19. I could have sworn that she died at the end mark. Wait, how... And I, I have more particular memory of this stuff because I was more attached to the first show, so all the jarring differences were, like, really apparent. I was like, oh, that entire characters that I am th think of as being, like, show-length uh, characters just disappear entirely and stuff like that. Uh, is Hughes... A thing in both shows. Yes, the the way that he the the sad thing. Yes, is that both? Uh, uh he, well, Hughes dies to the same person. Wait, oh no, is he? God damn it, Keith, you fucking. What? Uh, because what's the name? What's the name of that episode? Uh, Death of the Undying. <laughs> Where is it? 
yeah, that's the end of season one. Yeah. That's inside because advanced to the full father for the grave. You were saying it was the end of the show. Yeah, I thought it was uh, it's the end of season one. That was my mistake. Wait, why does... I, mean, oh. I, don't, I don't know what the fucking seasons are. But, I got confused. But, it's like, but like the FMA shows are at least like 50 plus episodes. And she's dead in 19. That's <laughs> early. Especially when the divergence just happened like four episodes ago between the two shows. Like that's like in the span of like four episodes of this being like, now we're doing the Brotherhood stuff. It's like, oh, there goes that character. There goes that character. There goes that character. Hey, here's these new characters. I'm like, okay, here we go. There's also entire storylines that I do enjoy from the first show that just aren't in the the second one because, you know, they're not from the thing. Like, yeah, I, I, got, like, like I like the imposters. I got I got confused. I was thininking of uh, I got confused with Envy and Lust because like, they I, both get killed by Mustang and they both get killed mm-hmm. uh, at the same point. Like I, like I enjoy like the imposters, for example. The yeah. Elric, the, uh, the, the fake Elric brothers that fulfill the narrative of what the Elric brothers are supposed to be. Because okay. there's a because there's the whole reputation they have, and then every time anyone meets them, they're like, "You guys." Yeah. It's always the thing in that show. So then they meet, they go to a town where there's people pretending to be them that actually fit the description of what people think the 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 Elric brothers are like and stuff. I like both. I like both of them. I always found myself preferring the first one. Uh, but also, there's also another question here, which is it could also be uh, some of the subs versus dubs like preferences and stuff like that. Because when I watch them. I had fully available English dubs for the original show and all Japanese for the the for Brotherhood. Oh, you watch all Brotherhood in Japanese? Yeah. Okay. So like I so I'm because I was watching it on YouTube. Uh, it came out officially on YouTube via Funimation or whatever the fuck. Like yeah. they just put it out, and I had to watch the same Cracker commercial over and over again while I was going through it because there was it was the YouTube era where like one commercial would repeat and yeah. that'd be the only one you were getting. Uh, I watched the entirety of it there because it was just available. I'm like, all right, cool. Okay. Uh, and like, uh, I don't know, it might have affected my impression a bit more if I could watch if I at the time had watched Brotherhood with the voice cast from the original show, which I think they did afterwards. Yeah, because like, I like I'm I like, have the Blu-rays like, I, like in my head. Uh, I'm just used to that voice for Ed. Yeah, the stuff like that. that the same one that showed up in Ruby. <laughs> that guy. I hate that guy. <laughs> he's also in uh, Soul Eater and a few other stuff. He has a yeah, he's like the most uh, it's. My God, I just forgot his name. Um, Rick Manana. <laughs> anyway, what's the next question? <laughs> uh, I think that was his name. But I, I would rec- yeah, I like Montoya. I, I like Brotherhood. Um, I think Brotherhood had a lot of good stuff. Last question for is uh is let's see. Lastly, out of shits and giggles, do you think you guys would be interested in playing Fallout seventy six together? That's a maybe. I don't know anything about that game. Uh, I would actually <laughs> not play it, but um, that's just me personally. You was doing the repeat of how I always say maybe yeah. to everything. I would so, say yeah, it's like people are just asking questions about games. Yeah, I, I'm like, eh. all I can say is maybe, but uh, personally, I do not want to play Fallout seventy six. Yeah, um, it does not look appealing to me. And I'll probably end up playing it with Wander and Bird and Durf just as because that's our pattern. Is <laughs> just to play multiplayer games, and frankly even if it's garbage we'd probably get some time out of that and be fine are you, are you checking whether it stopped recording yeah because someone called me and, and you were you were sure. worried yeah and i want to make sure it didn't stop recording okay i don't know uh, i have no opinion on fallout 76 just because uh i literally have ignored it yep like my response i have not watched e3 still i mean that's still like fine. all these games like as these games come out i'll pay more attention to them but it, i can't deal with this like 
just dedicate a week to obsessing over stuff that might never come out and stuff like that just so you can get hyped for things that like it's rather poignant that today is the day that multiplayer has added no man's sky for me to t- talk about that for example yeah <laughs> exactly one week after i talked about how i was right on that podcast about no man's sky one week later is the week they're adding multiplayer in a patch like three years later yeah yeah Ugh. i will say that it's really funny and narrative breaking that they're like I can just launch nuclear weapons and yeah, it's like, do you, are you familiar with Fallout as a franchise or it's, or it's inspiring series Wasteland? Like literally the entirety of Wasteland 2 is struggling over who has control over a nuclear weapon. That's like the plot. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, it's so universe breaking to be like, woohoo, PUBG, bombs are fun. I got the nuke this time and just like exploding shit. And it's like, like what, what franchise do you think you have here? I mean, it's it's like, it's like you might as well just break it entirely and give it like the the Overwatch and and TF2 like cartoony characters look. Yeah, just as fully separate it from the implied universe of the rest of the game, so we don't have to try to take it seriously. But it wouldn't be Fallout like, then. None of it's fitting. That's not what the it, Fallout it would, fans I mean, it would want. It would be a spinoff, which is what it should be treated as anyway. Probably. I don't. I I I'm pretty sure that they're full of shit when they claim that like. It'll be a fully, it'll be a full Fallout single player experience. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's a lie, <laughs> like just a lie. Yeah. Together. I, I mean, uh, Fallout, like, Fallout's never been really good to me since three. So, I mean, I can imagine it. It, just, it might be a state of decay two style, like utter decay of quality compared to the previous ones, it, because for the sake of making a multiplayer work, yeah. basically. Uh, my my more pressing issue was just like. Whoever was asking for this is probably not the best person to like to listen to. to, listen to. <laughs> Man, uh, Fallout, that's a franchise that's in a studio decay. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. We can do another question from Colonel RPG. If you were offered the chance to play a character in a movie, no matter which one, which character would it be? What? If you were offered a chance to play a character. No, wait, I'm sorry. I'm trying to process. They're saying play a character. As in like. if you They mean pl- acting. Yes. Okay. Other than be a character, and I'm like, you don't want to be in a movie or a video game. They're, they're all stories about strife and and struggle and bad things happening. Yeah. Like, there's not a lot of happy narratives yeah. generally. I where think he's you, saying play a character and acting. Yeah, acting. Well, like, is there a character that you you feel like you could play that role really well and it would be fun? I mean, no, because I'm not an actor. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus just Christ! Like a hypothetical like, magic situation how could, how where I just you, am good. You're like arguing against like <laughs> you argue for it's fine to suspend your disbelief when watching a show, but you can't suspend it to answer a question. Like what the fuck hypocrisy? <laughs> like hypocrisy is this? And I'm just like I don't. Well, I mean, because we're talking about hypotheticals, it's the hypothetical problem in general. Well, yeah, it's more of it's just like, like the like, desert island question where you have to ask several other questions in order to figure out how to answer the question. A, a better a better a way to answer. Better way to ask talking, like, is, is there a character you just want to magically be that you just want like just snap your fingers and you when you watch that movie that's just you in that movie yeah. somehow it's or I, I'm thinking of it in like what what is a character in a movie that would have been fun to be a, like to play as like if I was an actor would I enjoy playing that character that's how I take it like is there any character you can think of I mean for me. It, it's like a hard question to answer because it's like you have to like you have to like do a lot of like somersaults and shit in your brain to yeah. get in the headspace of like being an actor. 
that's not the problem my problem is trying to think of any movie that had a character where i was like i wish i was that guy there's also the feeling of like do like am i supposed to go for like what i'm getting out of the experience of being the actor on that set or am i going for like just just character like knowing that the character in that movie was was played by me without any of the filming Uh, experience it's more about it it's more to some extent there's a level of like uh would you want to just be the actor in that movie because of the cast of that movie and getting to be in that cast and or, and knowing those people for like a year and stuff like that i don't i mean i don't think it's that <laughs> specific i think it's just i think he's literally just asking what's your favorite character in a movie it's more or less what he's asking except he's adding the stipulation of you like that character so much that you will be the actor of it now don't think about how you act. Don't think about any of that stuff. Just think about what's your favorite character in a movie. You're now that act. You're now that character. That's it. The Chamberlain from Dark Crystal. <laughs> Do you want to be a puppet? No, well, it's a voice actor. Well, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm just trying to think of like a fun. That's thing, fine. Because like, that's a, that's that's the that's the creepy villainous like sniveling voice character from oh. from Dark Crystal. Okay, the really creepy one. Yeah. Uh, just trying to think of just things and i'm like i don't that's I don't, fine I'm not, i mean i'm not really like I, I fantasize a bit about being that guy in that uh action i mean being a lot of characters in edgar wright movies would be nice <laughs> just the fun of that uh i'm trying to think i probably god that is a hard this is such a hard question because it's be kind really... of funny just to be that side character the camera keeps cutting to that's like scott pilgrim's uh roommate yeah like just that mi- kind of minor role just to just to say those funny lines here and there and then the movie happens that isn't actually even, he's not even in the story <laughs> i guess i wouldn't mind being john mcclain <laughs> die hard i knew you'd go there I, it's hard because like honestly I, I would prefer to be like a villain but i can't think of any good villain that i would actually want like in, in a movie on what level are you trying to think of like character that you like or like physicality of it or something just or all around like i if it was like a t- someone you resemble if it was anything? a tv show totally siler from heroes that would be i would play that role yeah. in a heartbeat i would love to be the one that walks around and just murders everyone and that's what my face is known for that sounds awesome but movies aren't like that movies are crap siler and i could be parkman and at one point we have to share one body <laughs> I don't want to be Siler anymore. The, yeah. Siler ends up in Parkman. You can't, you can't separate that. I can because I just stop. And then he season. also goes to Peter Purgatory. I just stop at, <laughs> stop at season one. I mean, there's Harry Potter. That's always just fun. You want to be Harry Potter? Sure, why not? Okay. Why I not? would. I would definitely. That's some fun. I would definitely not choose Harry. I would probably choose like Dumbledore. <laughs> because Dumbledore doesn't have to do shit, and he gets to watch kids no, die yeah, on inst- the daily. Instead of Harry, I'd want to be—I'd I'd, want to be Lupin. Okay, the guy that becomes the werewolf yeah. in episode three, and he's there until like the last movie, and then he dies. I get that from the name. Spoilers, because <laughs> th- th- that a lot of people die in the that, last movie. That subtle, that subtle name makes it so hard to guess what that character does. Yeah, it's real Remus Lupin. <laughs> you know what? I I hate that. I hate that when there's like. I'll give credit when credit's due sometimes, you know, like there are just certain, silly names that happen in things. There are certain, you know, there are certain times where like, yeah, a story could be complex and there could be things about it. It's really good or twist or what. Having, you can't deny having someone transform into a thing because of a curse, but they were already named. They were already named it. that curse. Like, fuck you. That is such a stupid ass thing. <laughs> it's like the idea of somebody becoming a vampire, but they were already named Alucard. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, 
what <laughs> yeah it's like or vlad yeah. it's like and it's like, like oh wow you're your, like, your okay. name happened to be vlad that's so that was interesting a, it's a real stretch then you have people you know all these characters in like there's the there's the blizzard approach of naming characters like in the in the wow universe oh. where it's like malfurion storm rage and i'm like i'm sorry your name's your name's hell scream your your name's hell how, how do you get how do you get hired when that's on a resume i mean when, like your name is like hell scream it's better <laughs> like, than transformer names like i was born as star scream what a terrifying <laughs> name it's like <laughs> my name is optimus prime like I'll, I'll he went up. through his whole life no i'm sorry his name was optimus and I'll, then he I'll, got the i'll prime. never get over malfurion storm rage just being like this mega compound name of like his name is <laughs> his name is bad anger weather anger like, yeah. like like it's just like word 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 of like half those words mean i'm angry one of them means i'm a bad person and one of them is a violent storm and you're like what the fuck and, he's, uh, and if i remember correctly he's actually the more even keeled of the two brothers he is yeah. his brother's illidan yeah his brother's also, like a- also his name which whose name starts with i have like illness and he becomes inflicted with like a demon sickness thing yeah where he becomes the mega villain and malfurion's like the more peaceful druid by comparison if i remember correctly but his name is like bad anger bad bad and i'm like what the fuck what are you doing with these names blizzard what are you doing stop it i mean the names are just like out of control they're just ridiculous how much time we got left i don't know not enough for another question for television um, i'd like to play fitz fitz from agents of shield ah that's a fun ca- i like that character a lot that's like a lot understandable you know who fitz is because of marvel right yep yeah they did a fun thing where uh fitz and simmons showed up in uh the current spider-man show and they were they were voiced by the same actors Kurt from Shield. Spider Man show. Yeah, there's some Spider Man. I don't know how many there are. There's the probably there's probably like three. Live frankly. action or cartoon? Cartoon. Oh, okay. And in the cartoon Spider Man, Fitz and Simmons were voiced by the same actors from Agents of Shield. It's like yeah, hmm. cool. Because like they've, they've never played those characters anywhere else. And also, I don't think those characters are, are important and popular enough to show up in a lot of adaptations anyway. No, they're not. But they showed up in an episode of Spider Man played by the same actors. But they're not Fitz. No. No. But Fitz is actually pretty neat in, in the show that we got, at least, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, He's a really well-developed character across the whole thing. Yeah. And I mean, Coulson, Coulson's, like, not even real. So, <laughs> what is that? Wait. I mean, like, as a character, he's not even real. So, like, him, Was Coulson ever in the comics? Or what do you mean? I, I think Coulson was, was like... too minor? I think he was, like, too minor. Like, he's a throwaway guy. They just used him... He's a like, red shirt, basically. Because the idea is... That his, the premise of Coulson in the show, in the movie, is was more or less they wanted a character that connected that each of the each of the Marvel movies to each other as a universe that they could just plop into all of them yeah. easily that wasn't a high paid actor that had to keep track of like Nick Fury or even yeah. like the other Avengers like <laughs> had to keep track of cuz or like even you have to deal keep with track like of Samuel Jackson's yeah. art he never leaves his home <laughs> like, you have to keep track of like or, or just pay him to show up in any yeah. more than one scene well he's he's not like a cheap He's not a yeah. cheap cameo. Because even even if you did Black Widow and uh, Hawkeye, you have to deal with like, okay, now we need to get like, you need to get like Jeremy Renner to do like multiple scenes for like four movies to yeah. connect these universes. Whereas Coulson, it's like, eh, this is that guy. And he's like, eh, he's, he's, he's fun. He's just random middle-aged he's like, guy. He's like a cheery, enjoyable character that's like happy to be here and stuff. I honestly don't think of, I can't remember Coulson from any other media 
No. Besides Marvel, I can't remember movies? him being in anything before. He just was Coulson one day. It's like it's like what they're I, I think, it's like what they're usually going for when they cast a Star Wars actor. Yeah. When you're just like like Daisy Ridley, I I I've never. I don't know. I don't know who Daisy really is. John Boyega was already in shit. I already that's spoiled for me. Which one's <laughs> which one's that? John Boyega plays uh Finn? Finn. Never seen Finn before in my life either. Uh he was in Attack the Block. Never seen that. It's you should watch that movie. You probably like it. Is it Well, okay. how's your what's your patience for British accents? <laughs> very very low. Oh. I mean, unless it's Doctor Who. I you can, might you might have to watch the show with subtitles then. I can endure the doctor, it's like, but I can't yeah, most it's of the time it's very British accents and very not posh British accents. So like, they're, so like they're so I've heard people talk about watching the movie with subtitles because they couldn't understand the characters in it. Yeah. I got through it fine though, but uh, that's like it's, a, just, it's just people in like a very like like it's like a very low cost like apartment building being invaded by aliens. Okay, so and, like, the alien invasion happens right on that apartment building, and they're just trying to they're like holding up in in rooms and shit like that, and like and fighting things and hiding and running and shit. All right, and it's just it's just a fun action movie. What is that like recording? What like wreck? Like wreck? Is it just uh, wreck? It's not, but <laughs> it's not super off in premise, but it's not a horror movie. Well, I don't. I'm not. Or, I'm just saying. Is it, it like the general concept of like these people are trapped in a, in a building? It's and a they little can't bit get like out. it's a little bit like wreck, except it's like a a less a less grim movie. <laughs> Because Wreck is supposed to be this dark, horrible horror movie. Well, and this yeah. is like a, a thriller. It's like fun. <laughs> you, like they're they're weird. They're the, the the monsters are like vaguely ben, like Ben Ten like like they're weird monsters. Not Ben Ten like they're, they're way more like weird monsters instead of horror monsters. <laughs> like it's it's very much like they're fighting aliens in a fun movie. Like it's not full Men in Black, but it's yeah. not, but it's not but it's not Wreck. <laughs> God. I'm just thinking of the weird blobby, knobby-looking alien characters <laughs> that were in Ben 10. I'm like, that's close enough. That's that's the first thing that comes to mind. Ben- I don't know why it comes to my mind because I haven't fucking watched Ben 10 ever. Ever really? No, I've just seen. I watched the original of characters, and I'm like, as oh, the aliens, I can't even tell you which aliens are ones he can be become, but they're probably all. They're pretty, they're all the ones wearing his T-shirt. I guess he can wear ten. Of, I guess he has ten of them, isn't he? That's the premise. Yeah, of the name. Well. Let's let's be a little bit like generous. Are you kind of limiting yourself if you just establish all ten right off the bat, or do they just break the ten part, <laughs> or do they not establish all ten of them early? <laughs> so the the premise is it's called Ben Ten because he's an idiot. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought he was a ten year old that could turn into ten aliens. No, he's a ten year old who fucked up and made it so his watch can only turn into ten aliens. Oh, in reality, his watch can turn into literally an unlimited amount of aliens because it's a watch that has the DNA of every living u- like life form in the universe. But he's an idiot, and he goes like, "I got a watch." Is Ben one of the ten? What do you mean, like the human? Yeah, theoretically, yes, because he put it on. Now he is part of the watch. No, I mean, if his, if he has 10 forms, is one of the 10 Ben, or is there 11, if, if you include Ben? I don't know, because when the show starts, he can't even turn into 10 monsters, or 10 aliens. Ben 10, I think it's, I think it's literally just Ben, the 10-year-old, is like the show name, but like, because when he, when it starts, he can only turn into like three aliens. Wasn't that the show that had the same animators as like Teen Titans? Yes. That's why it stood out to me, I think. Yes. It's like what, like how, like Powerpuff Girls was Dexter's Lab, if I remember correctly. It was, yes. And then also uh, Johnny Bravo, Johnny Bravo, and uh, Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack. Yep. 
that always stands out like crazy because you look at Samurai Jack and I'm like, Professor? Yeah. <laughs> like, he just looks so much like the Professor yeah. from Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. And, he's this, and he's this, uh, like, demon-slaying samurai guy. And you're like, huh? <laughs> it's, it's weird, but uh, hot-swapping animators wasn't, like, a unusual thing. It's not like... Because no. that guy didn't create those three series. He just worked on them. Yeah. Uh, he, I think he created... And they all looked very similar. I think he created Dexter's Lab, for sure. But I don't. I think he created Dexter's Lab and Johnny Bravo. I may get. I may be getting that wrong. He's like, it's one of the. It's like one of the Disney legends where it's like, how many movies of Disney did that one guy work on? Probably all of them. Like, <laughs> it's like that. But <laughs> no, Benton pisses me off because Benton was a was a show that had potential, but they fucked it all up to sell toys, and I was so sad because it like it was genuinely an interesting show about like I I'm a kid who can just turn into aliens and there's like an agency that's like can i take your hand off i want that watch and it was it like got so loud outside yeah um, this is just like vacuuming but wanting to hear music over the vacuum yes <laughs> holy shit <laughs> and is aware of current situation well it's been two hours it's about yeah. time to wrap that up send in your questions to sit and discuss podcast at gmail.com yep or sit and discuss q a is it no that's wrong is it sit and discuss podcast or sit and discuss questions? I don't know. It's in the description, you fucks. <laughs> we'll answer your question and then we'll get off track and then we'll talk for 30 minutes of other stuff. Then we'll loop back to your question and then maybe we'll be like, did we do it right? And then we'll move on. That's the format. See you guys later. Bye. <laughs>